It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Log Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven.
All right. March 20th, 2017. 20117. Are we really that far in the future? Aren't I 20 years old? Isn't it 1990? Uh, <laughs> How is it this year? This is uh, Chris Kelly from 80s TV. Um, you're here listening to Chris Kelly and Lillian from 80s TV on Totally Driven Entertainment Radio, except Lillian is sick tonight. So we have our other good friend, our special guest co-host tonight, Gina Marie Scorsone. Hello, Hi, Chris. Gina. How are you today? <laughs> good. How are you? Thank good. You Thank you for allowing me to come in and uh, co-host with you tonight. It's going to be a fun night. Yes, it is. Thank Always you. is with you. <laughs> and I know you have a uh, some allergies kicking in or something. And uh, yeah. so if you got to sneeze, it's okay to sneeze here. Thank you very <laughs> much. But I'll be making sure I put it on mute because I'm not a normal person that just sneezes once. It has to. I sneeze about ten times. So. <laughs> Awesome. So if I don't answer a question, you guys know that I'm in the midst mm-hmm. of having a sneezing fit. So anyway, <laughs> but I'm glad to be here tonight. So awesome. So we have uh, so again, Lillian's sick tonight, and we have Gina Marie Scorsone filling in. Um, we usually have two other scheduled guests. We usually have somebody from the from the from the band Class of '84, but he uh, he also is tied up with another obligation this evening. But George Rother, movie guy, twenty four seven, will be coming on at nine o'clock. And we have a lot to talk about tonight with him, so uh, stay tuned. Get your popcorn, because tonight we're going to talk about movies with bullies from the 80s. And uh, I don't care what year you're from, the 80s, 70s, 60s, 50s, 40s, 90s. I hate bullies, don't you, Gina? Absolutely. I like to stomp on every single one of them, to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot. I never, ever, ever could stand a bully, and I think... You know, and to be honest with you, it's pretty funny that the topic tonight is 1984 and it's about bullies because the first time I was bullied, I was about, it was 1984 and about seventh grade. And mm-hmm. uh, and I'll never forget it where I was hysterical crying. And one of the girls mm-hmm. who's still a very good friend of mine to this, to this day, but she was um, being very manipulative and, and, and just very rude and um, and just very just cruel to me. And I remember mm-hmm. crying hysterically, and my father said to me, Gina, you got two choices in this life. You either stand up to people like that, or you mm-hmm. continue to let people walk all over you. You can be a leader, or you can be a follower. What do you choose to be? Mm-hmm. And that's really, that really, like, really grabbed me, and that's when I decided, screw you, I'm going to become a leader, and you're not going to be bullying me anymore. And, uh, yeah, so the next day I stood up to the girl, and, and after that, you know, I became the leader of the pack. <laughs> so, <laughs> Did she respect you after that? I guess so. Respect? She never bothered me once again after that because I told her I'd lay her flat if the next time she ever treat me like that. And I'm not a fighter, but I was like, you know, I stood yeah. up for myself. No, you have to. So, I was always told, don't be the first to throw the punch, but you will be the last to, to, to throw it um, if you get hit yeah. first. So, um, yeah, that was a ain't scrape for the nose, so. So good but, stuff. You know, we'll be talking about that I, later. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm actually sorry. trying to pull up um, what movies with bullies in 1984 over here. Oh, there's a lot. I didn't get to send you the list, but I got uh, I got four at the top that we can talk about. Um, 
Okay, they cool. Shared, they shared one that's a favorite. Uh, My Bodyguard. Um, oh, Dylan. with Robbie Benson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That's an old um, goodie. Oh, I love it. Um, Three O'Clock High. Never saw it. You never saw Three O'Clock Oh, we're going to introduce you tonight to Three O'Clock High. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna um, pull up now. I heard it, but I never saw right. it. You're going to love it. Uh, of course, The Karate Kid. You know, well, Johnny, the Karate Kid. Yeah, we all mm-hmm. love the Karate Kid. <laughs> and uh, no, that's about um, is a big famous one that I think we always forget is a bully in it. But that's uh, uh Back to the Future. This, right? Oh yeah. Well, I I, mm-hmm. I can I can speak of that. That's for sure. God knows I've watched. It's one of my guilty pleasures. Every time it's on, I gotta watch it. <laughs> so there's Seriously, four of my favorites <laughs> that I have on a list. For anything you come up with, one of yes, definitely bring it up. Um, so George, I'm sure George will have a lot to talk about that stuff. So it should be kind of cool. Three O'clock High says it was um, made in 1987. Mm-hmm. So okay. I can give you a synopsis on that if you're looking it up. And I loved it. It was um, this kid in 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 high school, and he's just like a nerdy kid. Wears his sweaters. He and he works at the the desk selling the pencils and everything. And there's something happened, and there's this new kid in the school named Buddy Ravel. And yep. he's the baddest guy in town. There's rumors he killed somebody somewhere. I can't remember another school. And uh, somehow he gets into it with the kid selling the pencils. And he tells him in the beginning of the, the, the school day, you and me in the school parking lot at 3 o'clock. And you gotcha. feel this kid's fear. The whole movie is him sweating it out, looking at the clock. <laughs> Every TikTok. Oh, going my back to God. Him. Okay. He pays, like, this other football player to try and stick up for him. It doesn't end pretty. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about the end of the movie later. But uh, yeah, that's oh, one of my favorites. Oh, there's yeah. a spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. I don't want to spoiler alert everybody George for who in. hasn't yeah. seen it. <laughs> <laughs> what other ones off the top of your head that can you think of? Any other ones that uh, that you remember? You know what? I um, bought well, Breakfast Club. That was a. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. All of them in the one room, judge- right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, what's his name? Um, Judd Nelson. He was the big bully out of the entire crew. Mm-hmm. Trying to think. Um, and then if you deal with the outsiders, um, you know, the socias were bullies. Um, oh, yeah. As, and um, yeah, so you know how they beat up Johnny and everything. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trying to think. Who else? Um, I'm just picking up my, like, obviously cult favorites because I was always in love with the. You know, with the Rob Lowe's and the Judd Nelsons and the Emilio Estes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was trying to think. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else right this minute, but I'll I'll I'll, I'll pull some up. I'll definitely pull Good. some up. I got my computer out over here. All right. Well, before we get into it, I'm trying to see what was going on with the news today. Before I even get into that, let me just say, Facebook is going nuts anymore with all these changes. I uh, Why? I happened? like to keep it. Oh, I just like to keep a chat session down while we do this, like between you, me, and uh, and the engineer, and is our buddy Bay, and yes. uh, it just keeps disappearing off my screen. But what I don't like is now every time somebody messages you, it pops up on your screen, and and I don't like that. I like to know that there's something in there and I can look at it. But don't don't annoy me. Just stick it in my face. What do you mean it pops up like a text message? Yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's a way you to turn, turn it off. You can turn off the settings for that, but you can turn off the settings for that. Okay. I'm sure if it's setting in Facebook or is it setting within the phone itself? But No, um, it's doing it around I, the computer now. It's not even doing it on the the phone, I know it's simply it's 
on the computer screen now. If you're looking at Facebook on your computer screen, uh, and you get a te- you get a, a message, a messenger, it just pops up on your yeah. screen. I would see, uh, I only I only get a very small notification that I have a message. I used to, but now this is something new. Wait, just wait. It's going to get to you. You'll see. All right. Well, um, I have to log on Facebook on my computer. Facebook, I have the Facebook bullies are going to get to you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they're picking on the they're picking on the wrong girl. That's for sure. Picking <laughs> on the wrong girl. <laughs> I can say um, I was looking at the news. Um, I hate to talk about politics, but I, I I can't help but hide away from this whole stuff today with uh, who um, who is telling the truth here about these uh, the spy bug. Did did anybody tap Trump's phone? And and if they did, um, I, I, mean, I just can't believe him going through with with something that's such a, such made up lie um, and being so cocky about it. You know, I, I do you have any just front thoughts on that? I, I don't know what it is, but the FBI leader today said, yeah, but we have an investigation into the Russians and the uh, and the uh, people on the um, election team, but he didn't say anybody specifically going after Trump, so it's like uh, just weird to me. Like, what is the truth well, and who's going to reveal it? You know? that, well, this is the whole thing. I, I have no idea who to believe at all anymore. Since this mm-hmm. whole beginning of the election, between the news media, the news, um, the news media, TV, and print, um, Facebook, every, I just don't know who to trust. I don't know who to believe. I, I just, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, Chris, I can't watch the news. I watch the news for the weather and local events. Mm-hmm. Anything, anything political, anything regarding. Um, um, National, I just, I can't. I just can't do it. It, it bugs the hell out of me. <laughs> it's it it's sickening and gives me a headache to watch it. And I like CNN, but every time I turn on night now, I'm just sick of it. It's the same old thing. People running around and around. Who's telling the truth? Who's lying? Do you believe this? Who believes that? I'm like, I, who's, I want to know who's helping the poor? <laughs> who's well, helping that's the starving? Thing. All right. I, I'm with you 100%. I said the same thing. I just said this the other day to my sister-in-law. You know, mm-hmm. um, I can appreciate for the down and out. I can appreciate for the people that are out of work because it's happened to me. I can appreciate mm-hmm. those that are, you know, struggling from day to day. My heart goes out to, you know, all these maybe single mothers, you know, who mm-hmm. are trying to make ends meet and everything. And all I hear is not, you're absolutely right, all I hear is about if Russia was involved in the election, who's, who's, um, you know, who's bugging who? And, you know, mm-hmm. now he's going after, you know, our past president, Obama. Like, this is ridiculous. We have serious issues in this country. We have serious, mm-hmm. serious issues on this country. And I swear to God, I would love to be on a soapbox and establish a platform. But you know what? I got too big of a mouth. People are not going to want to hear what I have to hear because they don't want to hear the truth. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. And, you That's know, right. politics, forget it. They don't want to hear the truth. They do not want to hear the truth. You have to play the political game, and this is what this country has come, in, has come to. And it makes me mm-hmm. physically ill. It makes me ill. And I don't know how – I mean, I, 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 I'm just disgusted. And I'm a registered Republican, but I'm just disgusted with this country. I'm disgusted. Remember this? Yeah, I love this song. <laughs> 
1987, Rumors by the Femex Social Club. <laughs> Believe it or not, I always, I always wanted to do a lip sync to this song when I was on Dance on Air, and I never did it. Maybe, well, I keep talking about doing a lip sync. I may have to do this. You and Lillian can be in it with me, but I'm, I'm doing it. Oh, well, we can be your fly girl? Yeah, my fly girl. <laughs> I look stupid just all by myself. <laughs> yeah. We should, we should go on uh, Lip Sync Battle. There you have it. <laughs> they actually have a Lip Sync. Um, a lip, 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 oh, my God, I can't even talk. Lip Sync Battle app. And you can record yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so we should, found we should that. do that. We've been. Uh, <laughs> Lillian found that. We were trying to, to – she's done a couple of them. I just haven't found one of Because the, the, the songs are limited. That's the only problem. Yeah, with, like, exactly. Yeah. And I'm I'm obsessed with a new song. I mean, it's an old from last year, but every time it's on, I'm, like, popping it in the car. And uh, I, mean, I can't even tell my hardcore friends this, but I have to say, you know, the Chainsmokers, uh, that song um, – oh, what's it called now? Um, I have to look it up. <laughs> I love it so much. I can't remember what, what it's even called. Yeah, really. Closer. Um, um, I'll tell you a little oh, bit. Oh, by what's his, uh, clo- yeah, Closer. Hall- um, Chainsmokers well, and Halsey. This one. Uh, no, I'm thinking of a different, I'm thinking of a different song by that title. There's something in this, it's so pop, it just catches me. Hey. That's a good song. Why would your friends be upset about that? I got to hardcore stuff. I got to sound like a tough guy, you know? Hey, I do it, you know. <laughs> I can't help it. I got a soft center right now. Oh, nice to meet them. Fun. But this is a guy in a girl song, so I need a duet person for this. So it would be fun. Yeah. I don't know this song. I'd have to learn the words. <laughs> the chain smokers. Look it up. It's, it's awesome. All right. Look it up. Um, I'm telling you, I'm so not into, like, everyday, like, modern music. I, I don't know why. There's, there's a, I mean, there's, 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 there's a lot of um, groups and stuff like that that I do like and stuff, but I, I'm like, I noticed when I was with my sister and my niece and nephew and they were playing the radio, mm-hmm. we were going somewhere and they were singing. I said, I have no idea who sings it. I have no idea what this song is. And she says, what do you mean? I'm mm-hmm. like, I listen to satellite radio. I'm like, so I, I listen <laughs> to 70s, 80s, 90s, the love station, Bon Jovi mm-hmm. station, Pearl Jam station. Like I just keep switching. I don't, like I, I'm just not into modern day music. I guess I don't know. Not no, as hip not, as I. No, I'm with you. And a lot because a lot of modern day music, it just seems like it's all. There's nothing real about it. I mean, very little. Um, unless there's something yeah. really catchy, it, there's nothing real about it. The music's fake. The the voices are augmented. Nobody plays an instrument. It's like uh, it's right. just not the same. It's odd. And uh, like if I hear a new song and hear it played enough. It's usually mm-hmm. during uh, listening to MMR in the morning with Preston and Steve. So, I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I hear, I get the new music that way. But if it's like, you know, I don't listen to Q102. I don't listen to 104. I don't, I don't listen to any of the modern stations. I, I mm-hmm. listen to 98. I listen to MMR in oh, 98, which is now an oldie station. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. We're considered old. <laughs> right, an oldie. right. When they say oldies, they're like the 60s, 70s, 80s, and, and 90s, and today. And I'm like, 90s is also included? <laughs> Are you kidding Don't me? Don't be pushing it, guys. Don't be pushing the envelope. Oh, I, we and, call uh, I, I message Marilyn Russell. I'm like, are you kidding me with this? I'm not that old. I'm 45. <laughs> I like her. I've, I've talked to her a few times. She's pretty cool. 
Yeah, she's um, a nice person. Uh, you're, you're a friend. You're friends with somebody. You should be on radio too. Are you friends with Kim Douglas? Is that you? Where I, I am. You should be on Barsky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am best friends with Kim Dugalugga from the Barsky Shout show. Shout out and to the, Kim Dugalugga. I remember yeah. you. Yeah. I was just, uh, actually, I just was on the phone with her for an hour last night. She is now living in Boston, <laughs> and I miss her terribly, but she's happy mm-hmm. and engaged to her sweetheart, and her daughter lives awesome. up there, too. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm best friends with Kim and it's so funny. So, so many people say to me, how the hell did you ever come to be friends with her? And I said, you know, it's going to be 22 years this May, this Memorial day mm-hmm. weekend. Um, and I said it was through an ex-boyfriend. He was a musician, um, mm-hmm. solar acoustic player and Barsky of, you know, Y100 was having, um, a contest for a, a jingle mm-hmm. contest and, Al mm-hmm. entered and um, and he won. And then mm-hmm. they were going to debut the music um, at their live broadcast uh, Memorial Day weekend at the OD. And Al had a shore house. The Ocean Drive. <laughs> and uh, so he invited the the members of the show to stay at his house down the shore. You know, get there the night mm-hmm. before because everybody had to be there by six a.m. And so he drove the other guys, and I. he said, stay with Kim, because Kim wasn't ready yet. And I drove with her to show her where she had to go, and we just instantly connected. And um, and she was going to be doing gigs down there on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So she mm-hmm. said, I have a old daughter. Would you mind, you know, if you, would you mind if I brought her down and you babysitter? I'm like, sure, absolutely. And just that's how the friendship started. And it's been, you know, she's just been a part of my life, and I'm so blessed to have her. She's just a wonderful human being. She's a wonderful human being. And she so, does real estate now, right? She does real estate now, but, yeah. But she used to get me, you know, she knew how mm-hmm. much I wanted to be in radio and TV, so she she used to get me mm-hmm. involved in all her shows. So if they needed uh, a guinea pig, she mm-hmm. always got me. And then she's the mm-hmm. one that got me into doing radio acting and voiceover work on top of it too. So, yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was Where's Farsky? Anybody know where he is I think, now? I think he's in Florida. I think that's what she told me. He was in Florida. I don't know what he's it's doing. Just, she. I, uh, she still keeps. Okay. Keeps in touch with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I don't like know him. if he's uh, here. And, he, and back in the day, he was on 98 as well, when it used to be WCAU. Do you remember that? Yeah, um, yeah. he was with Glenn Kalina. What's that? He was Him and Glenn Kalina started out on 98. Mm-hmm. And then they broke away from there. So it was... Um, no, it, it, yeah, I liked them. And I liked Kim. I loved Kim when she was on the show, and they were on Y100. Shout out to you, Kim. Uh <laughs> I'm not an old time fan as well. <laughs> I think we're friends Kim, on Facebook, but now you know who I am for real. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, she you are friends with her on Facebook. So mm-hmm. she knows um, who you are. Friend you if she didn't. Cool. Cool. She yeah, she's super cool. Um yeah. who else? So what else is going on in the news besides all that? I saw um, I saw did you see that little boy that had been playing with his dog? And that the dog accidentally grabbed his the scarf around his neck. Oh, it, yes. And he died yes. today. Oh, oh. How sending our condolences to the family. That's um yeah. I, I think he was outside playing. He was a two, like two or three outside playing with the dog, and the dog 
was just tugging on his scarf, playing with him, but it it um it choked him, it's and he and he, his, his mom. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. His mom found him outside. I would how devastating. I know, and they thought he was going to pull through, and then as I was driving home from Costco, um, mm-hmm. this afternoon I saw it popped up on my phone, Fox. Uh, Fox News reported it, and I was like, "Oh my God!" I was like, "That poor family!" And all, well, it was an accident. Oh, mm-hmm. very sad. Not, not just that. Not, um, not a very happy thing. So, uh, our prayers and, and sympathies to that to family. Yeah. Um, and how about this guy who, the teacher who kidnapped, or I guess he oh. actually kidnapped. I don't care if she was with him or not. Fifteen-year-old student. Yeah. yeah, with a fifty-year-old teacher with a family and everything. Um, yeah, just took this student. Kids. I guess they were caught. I heard they were caught making out in school, and then he got fired. And next thing you know, he's he and her have been taken off for like five or six days out of Tennessee somewhere. Nobody knows where they are. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm like that. That's bizarre. Oh my mm-hmm. god, it's so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I have never sending my daughter to school. I I just can't. It's just it's just it's crazy. Yeah, you should home to, you should homeschool your children, your daughters. They're, <laughs> they're too beautiful to walk outside that house. I think you need to homeschool <laughs> them and put them in the convent in fifteen. I'm constantly fighting at the five year old. I'm telling you, no boyfriend. Yes, Daddy, I'll have a boyfriend. Like no, I'm telling you now. I'll tattoo it on your hand. No boyfriend. Don't talk oh, to me. Oh my god, <laughs> that's funny. Um, <laughs> that is so funny. What else Nika, is going well, on in the news? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, Beauty and the Beast hit uh, black. Uh, we call it blockbuster numbers this weekend, and it was phenomenal. You saw phenomenal. it. Mm-hmm. Yes, my um, we took uh, myself and my sister, sister-in-law Megan. Uh, took mm-hmm. our niece Mia, who mm-hmm. is uh, five mm-hmm. and a half, and we have waited a whole year for this production. And uh, so we went Friday. The day it opened at four thirty, and uh, she was dressed up in her Belle costume, and we were wearing tiaras. We were her, you know, her merry maids. And, and how um, old is she? How old is she? Five and a half. Five and a half. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering if it'd be too scary for my daughters, but um, it sounds like it wasn't as good for actually. Mm-hmm. You know. Chris, we actually we actually thought maybe she would be scared by the the beast, but I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. when I said to her, I said, "Mia, do you think you're going to be scared of the beast?" She's like, "No, why would I be scared?" She's like, "Daddy was the beast for Halloween." I was like, "Okay." And then mm-hmm. when we got there, we happened to see it in 3D. I bought tickets and I didn't realize I bought the tickets for 3D, but it was so awesome. But they did him so tastefully, like mm-hmm. really in all honesty. I didn't think he was that scary. And me, I asked me, I'm like, did you think the beast was scary? She said, no, even when he, and I guess because she knew the story that there was a man trapped inside him. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was really beautifully done. I'm telling you, I, I think there was kids that were there like two or three years old and they were loving it. I mean, I thought people bringing young, young kids that would be disruptive. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. They all sat through that production and it was just beautifully done. It really was. Disney really, Outdid themselves completely. It sounds like it's going to be a blockbuster. I'm going to get ready to buy that one because my kids will watch it over and over and over. Yeah, um, I can't wait for it. It'll probably come out by Christmas on DVD, but I'm telling you, it was just, I, I want to go back and see it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it sounds like a winner. That's a definite. Yeah, it really is. I think everybody of all ages and all genders would love this movie. It really was done beautifully. Mm hmm. I want to give out the number if anybody wants to call in and speak to Gina and I. Uh, the number is 
508-508-9883. You can talk about anything 80s, um, anything that you remember about any time, but anything you want, because Gina and I can talk, right, Gina? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, that, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bay says his never... daughters are watching. Uh, interrupt. Bay says his daughters are out watching the uh, Beauty and the Beast right now. You'll think of us an update next week, Bay. Oh really? Oh how? Oh mm-hmm. my God, that's so cute. Um, the number to call in is seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three. Inquid inquid is a inquid. Yeah, gosh, inquid. How you say the word? In. I can't say it. Inquid. Oh gosh. What is your Incidentally, problem? <laughs> I can't spit my words out. Um, <laughs> Jeannie and I went to the same high school, Bonner and Prendy, graduated 89. So anybody's listening from Bonner and Prendy, want to call in and say hi, give us a shout out. Uh, the number yeah, again is 718-508-9883 or click the link on Gina's page or my page and, uh, and listen to the show. We're going to take one three-minute break and uh, we'll be right back. Talking about bullies in movies in the 80s. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com to keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence, or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause www.caseyscalls.com Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. 
We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our stores voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. Welcome back. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Chris Kelly and Gina Marie Scorsone from 80s TV uh, here on Totally Driven Entertainment Radio. Our normal other co-host, uh, Lillian Naradowski, is out sick this evening. We want everyone to send her some good uh, get better wishes. Uh, get better quick, Lil. Get back. Yeah, Lil. Hope you feel better, Lil. Let me know if you need some chicken soup. I'll bring it over. <laughs> <laughs> Gina, Gina makes good food from what I hear. Well, hello, I'm um, Italian. First generation. Parents are from the boat. Mm-hmm. Kind of have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's growing up in an Italian household. <laughs> so uh, we just want to share the we want to share the number again, Janice. Tell people where to call in tonight. Um, yeah, hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hold on, I got it. Give us a call. Give us a shout out, everybody. Call in at seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three. Call in. Don't be shy. In fact, we have a caller right now. Um, I believe this is Cindy from King of Prussia. And she wants to is talk this, about Richard Simmons, right? Is this my girl, Cindy? Yes, your girl. Hi, girl. What's going on? How are you doing tonight? You guys are great. This is so much fun. Oh, oh good. Thanks, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you're tuning in. I'm so happy that you're here. Well, you know, I know you're talking about bullies, but and mm-hmm. it's, but it's also about the 80s, and I thought about Richard Simmons, and I thought, oh, my God, now there's a guy that turned it around. Right, because he's right. a bully, Again. and he's such a character. Mm-hmm. And look how he turned it around and became such a success. And then mm-hmm. now they have that podcast about you know why he's not been around for two years. He won't come around, even though so many people love him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, why I, do you, what why? do you guys think? What do the both of you think the reason is? What do you think the real reason is? I know he came out. Somebody put a statement out, right? But what do you think the real reason is? Uh, well, I'm, I'm baffled. I'm baffled. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to tell you why. I mean I I can tell I don't understand why he's in seclusion because mm-hmm. he and uh, him and Stern were tight as can be. Stern used to have him all the time mm-hmm. and Stern used to make fun of him. But I think it was just a it was just that love like love funny yeah, type of relationship loved, loved, Yeah. Yeah. So right? I mean he was all over but, the place. He, and, yeah, you know, I mean, he, he's out there. He has cruises. He does all kinds. Of, or he did all kinds of stuff. I want to dance with somebody. Hold on, listen. <laughs> I think he's. I think. I think Richard is here. Can you hear him? Yeah, I, <laughs> I want to dance with somebody. He wants to dance with somebody. Hey, Richard. Wait, wait. my mom used to have his deal and meal um, plan, and the Richard Simmons sweating to the oldies. Oh my god. Uh huh. Oh my, god. oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, oh, this is starting to the oldies. Was the VCR? Wait, didn't the VCR come around in nineteen like eighty three, eighty four? Yeah, right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So we had gone in for VCR. My mom, first thing she ordered was sweating to the oldies, and we would be doing these exercises <laughs> with her in the living room. And I'm telling you to this day, I could still visually see my mother doing this and going, woo! Oh, that's great. <laughs> Come on, gal. You can do it. <laughs> but that poor I man has been bullied. I, I like him, yeah. I hope he's all yeah. right. Oh my God! But he was—he was a bully. He was a big time. He was bullied big time for right. Yeah, right. his sexual orientation. Exactly. Even though it never really came out, just being mm-hmm. so flamboyant. Like he mm-hmm. was constantly mm-hmm. that poor guy. That poor soul. He was so tortured. Oh, right. But actually, kind of a you know such a good guy. So many people love him. Mm-hmm. So there's one right. episode left. I haven't heard it, but apparently it ends on kind of a cliffhanger. But it's. It's almost like a tribute to a guy that's passed away, but he hasn't passed away. So it's oh. it's really nice, actually. It's is it is it considered fake news? Uh, no, no, no. The guy actually investigates the whole thing. He talks to his really good friend. He tries to deal with the housekeeper. He talks tries to talk to the brother. He talks to the agent, lawyer. You know, you have he, to, you have he, to send he me all these people. Hear- yeah, I certainly will. But, yeah, uh, and he just can't get through. He can't get any information. And the guy knows him. He would take his classes at the fitness center, mm-hmm. which was called Slimmin. Mm-hmm. And they yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Richard just suddenly closed the, the Slimmin center, and that's it. And all these people were broken up, and no more cruises, no more Slimmins, nothing. No more. Mm. He would dress up in all these costumes, and they said he had so much energy that he would show up for his classes. And he always let people take pictures, and he was just, he continued to be flamboyant and fun and loving mm-hmm. and personally Who's cared that? about everybody. Yeah, great guy. It's a sad, sad situation. Actually, I remember him on General Hospital. For all you General Hospital fans out there back in the day, yeah. When mm-hmm. he used to have uh, at the disco, he would have his uh, mm-hmm. workout set with uh, all the all the nurses from General Hospital. Remember that, ladies? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can tell you, I'm not- General, I'm a general hospital fanatic. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Well, great talking Rich to Bruce. you. Guys, have oh, fun. Sam, thanks for calling in, Cindy. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Cindy. Have a good night. I'll talk to you soon, honey. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Totally cool. No, she's awesome. Cindy's the best. Cindy and I used to work together at Blue Cross. Awesome. And I had we got reconnected on Facebook, and her and mm-hmm. I actually I posted it last Friday. We were out to lunch at my other friend's place in uh, Paoli, um, and mm-hmm. so it was the first time I was seeing her in almost twenty years. <laughs> oh my gosh! So it's good yeah. to see people but hey, like that. That's, Great. Mm-hmm. that's real friendships for you that stand the test of time. That's right, and when you see somebody like that, it's like you just saw them yesterday, and that's how you know. It's, yeah, exactly. It's for exactly. real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the number 100%. tonight again is. Seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three. Come, come, call in, reconnect with Gina if you know Gina. <laughs> come on, Selco. Where's all Who's my friends there? from Selco? <laughs> hey, where's Donna? Where's Donna Where Santor? Where, Where are you? <laughs> I'm going to text her right now. Yeah, get her on. I'm going to text her and tell her to call to get her butt to call in. <laughs> Tonight we're playing to talk about um, bullies in the 80s in the movies, or even on television. Whoever whoever was a bully to you in the 80s, let us know. In fact, I'm going to speak of somebody from the 70s into the 80s on a TV show. Do you remember Little what? House on the Prairie? Remember Little House on <gasps> the Prairie? Love, oh, you call Laura Ingalls? Are you kidding me? I read all yes. those books. I love 
Prairie. Nellie. Wasn't Nellie a bully? Is that her name? Nellie uh, was a big-time bully. Yeah. <laughs> Nellie was cute, but she was a bully. Get out of here. No time for bullies. I don't care if you're cute or not. I thought she was goofy-looking. I didn't even think she was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> She was a mean, early, an early uh, colonial mean girl. I guess is what you call her, right? Oh yeah, well, there you go. There's another. That that's another uh, bully movie, Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Well, that was written. Go ahead, go ahead. You yeah, know the story. Say, sure. Was mm-hmm. that written by Tina Fey? Upper Darby's very own. Mm-hmm. So uh, I love people from Upper Darby being making the news, you know. But she wrote. Uh, Mean Girls, I think about Upper Darby, right? What's that? Uh, I think she bought, wrote that about Upper Darby High School. A little, some of it, but not all of it. But yeah. she based oh, some yeah. of it on her experience it was, it was in high school. On her yeah. Life. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Upper Darby High School definitely had a lot of bullies, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the recap there. I, I went to middle school with her, but I didn't really know her that well. Um, I knew her touch. through mm-hmm. friends. We had mutual friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I her because they uh they went to um they didn't go to Prenny, they ended up going to Upper Darby or they left mm-hmm. Prenny after freshman year and went to Upper Darby. But mm-hmm. that's how I um knew her because she was my cousin's age. So she was how about her going on she... How about her going on Jimmy Kimmel? Do you remember that? And uh or no uh Fallon. No, Jimmy Fallon with his pizza. pizza. The pick mm-hmm. pizza, I loved it. Yep. <laughs> yep. In fact Anybody that's funny to, that uh... go ahead. What? No, I was going to say, everybody comes to Upper Darby, everybody listening here comes to Upper Darby, Pennsylvania, by any chance. If you're not from Delco, look for Pika's. They have a new store in, in Westchester, but the original is in Delaware County in Upper Darby. And uh, the pizza is something that you'll never taste anywhere else. Right. And now, mm-hmm. now the people of Westchester um, can flock to their new location um, because they just opened up about a couple weeks ago. Um, in uh, Westchester off of Route 3, right near the, I believe it's near the mm-hmm. Blarney Stone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually um, friends with Lori Pika, one of the granddaughters. So, okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm really, she's, she's a, such a good person and uh, um, her family's just amazing. And um, so she is uh, running that one um, out in Westchester. So they're doing very well. People are loving it that they're out there now. They don't have to travel all the way up for Darby. Bay says last week he had my computer just shut off on me, but I think he said, "Can you know what he what he's put in there?" But what he recommended he had there this week? What the Italian surf and turf? Yes. Yeah, that's what he said. Um, um, what made oh, it Italian, oh. Bay? What, what made yeah. it Italian surf and turf? What, what would they do different with it? Would they have Italian season on it? They made it Italian. That doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. to me. They put pizza on the side. He's telling us it's coming. It's coming, folks. Mouth-watering information. Veal parm and veal breaded parm shrimp. Veal parm and breaded shrimp. <laughs> nice. Yeah, they're known for their veal parm and breaded shrimp, too. I mean, my, my brother-in-law tried to get us there twice, and each time we got a call to make a, a reservation, we couldn't get in there. Oh, topped with marinara and mozzarella. Delicious. Mozzarella, not mozzarella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the mozzarella. Please, you better go on. Mozzarella. <laughs> Oh, he says the shrimp too is good. So that's awesome. Yeah, I've had the breaded um, shrimp before. I just love the pizza. I'm just all about the pizza. My family and I are yeah. all about the pizza. Yeah. I I love getting the, the. My favorite is the pepperoni with a little bit of burnt on the sides. How about yeah. you? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm mm-hmm. with you on that. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. 
And oh, um, man, their white pizza, though. Did you eat their white oh, pizza yet? Yeah. I have had oh. that. delicious. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. That is so delicious. Oh, my God. All right, Starts now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Pika's Pizza, anyone. It's P-I-C-A apostrophe S. And if you're not from the area, look it up. I'm sure it's on the web. It's delicious. Yeah, and if you're near there, any two of their locations in Upper Darby or Westchester, mm-hmm. I advise you to stop in and order a pie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Tell them Chris so. and Gina sent you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know what's so interesting? Um, us talking about 1984. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite songs came out in 1984, and that oh, was Do They Know It's Christmas by Band-Aid. And that's when we learned about the famine in Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's also the year that we um, started to hearing, well, we start, we heard it in the news, but the government wasn't acknowledging it, about the AIDS virus. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, I'm all into these documentaries these days about, you mm-hmm. know, the beginning of the AIDS virus. Like they just had the four-night event on ABC a few weeks ago, uh, uh, we, we Rise Up, I think it was called, and it was mm-hmm. so beautifully done, and it was documented about the real-life heroes who, mm-hmm. you know, fought for equality for gay and mm-hmm. lesbian, tri- transsexual and bisexual people and mm-hmm. um, transgender, and, mm-hmm. um, and talked about the, you know, about the AIDS virus. And there's also another movie that's phenomenal that HBO did a million years ago. It's probably about 20 years old. Well, going on 20 years old. And, uh, oh, no, yeah, that's yeah, maybe less than that. But um, it was called And the Band Played On, and it's an HBO documentary about the AIDS epidemic. And it was around this time. It was around. It was documented mm-hmm. about 1984. So mm-hmm. just something, you know, if you guys are um, historians like myself and like documentaries, I highly mm-hmm. recommend to see both of them. Oh yeah, we no. and I'm working on some documentaries. I got another TV idea. Uh, I want to start working on. You can be part of it if you want. You know, I uh, and AIDS is something big. I want to do actually on Chris Kelly from Made TV because um, it was big here in the '80s. And uh, my uncle is actually an advocate in Philadelphia area for AIDS for for a long time. Oh, get out! And, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd love to be a part and, of it. And we actually lost some friends from our old dancing on our shows back in the day from AIDS. Yeah. Um, I lost a very and good people, friend of mine too. Mm-hmm. And I know people living with it now. It's um, and between that and cancer, I just wish we could conquer this type, this this these diseases that come out of nowhere. Um, well, you know? they've, they've they've progressed a lot, um, and a lot of people uh, are, who, you know, look at um, Magic Johnson. He was diagnosed mm-hmm. how many years ago, and the man is still thriving. And they say it's not even t- detected in his system anymore. Mm-hmm. So they've made um, big strides in, um, you know, in research and with medication and everything. Um, mm-hmm. So they've they've done you know a lot since the '80s, but you know it's still mm-hmm. it's still an epidemic and it's still a problem because they said it's up. It was down for years. Now it's up again, and it's predominantly mm-hmm. within young adults because they are mm-hmm. all experiencing um, heroin and sharing needles. And and yeah, not and not having safe horrible. sex, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, how in today's this is what I don't understand in today's in today's age of all the technology, social media, all the information mm-hmm. that's out there, these kids are still continuing to be stupid. Like I don't get that. I know, I know. 
It's sad. And uh, people I think used they to all say feel was, that they're infamous, mm-hmm, or they're you mm-hmm. know, like they just and it's, not infamous. I'm sorry. Um, oh, what's the Bay, word? Bay Immortal. He said you said it stupid. Yeah, they they just echoed what you said. Um, it's stupid. Um, and everything with it, I mean, everything AIDS, I want to cover everything how it used to be just be called like the gay disease. And it's not true. It's it's a disease that no. affects everybody. I mean, do you remember Ryan White from the 80s? Yep, um, he was a hemophiliac. Yeah, the poor kid got a, a bad, bad blood transfusion and was heckled and bullied at school for it. You know, people made fun yep. of him. It, it's horrible. Um, yeah. I don't forget that stuff. And I think that's stuff that we should be talking about. So, uh, yeah. I'm and there, and so, there were babies mm-hmm. that were getting it from... Because mm-hmm. their mothers were drug drug addicts, and mm-hmm. you know, and they and they were pregnant, and they transferred it into the baby, you know, into the womb, and the babies were dying, mm-hmm. or babies were being born with the AIDS virus. It's, it's just amazing. It's just, right. um, it's just very very disheartening. But mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I'm glad to see though that they have made strides in in you know in helping to helping people to either cure it or to mm-hmm you know, live longer lives than what they were. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, um, they don't necessarily of, die from that. They die from complications to AIDS, but. Right. And, and just some, to t- piggyback on something that you said before that, um, or in the middle of that was, uh, um, the, this heroin epidemic. Um, I can't, I can't tell you how many friends I've lost since the age of 20, uh, to it. And really? now I'm seeing friends. Now I'm seeing friends who are losing children to it. Uh, a good friend of mine lost somebody recently, and right now um, I'm not quite sure what she's doing. But I have a friend. I won't say her name right now. But uh, right, I have a friend on Facebook, and her daughter's been missing for several weeks, and uh, they're all trying to find her. And um, oh, that's something, still happening. Yeah, it happened again. They found her, and then she's gone again. Oh God. Um, but I knew this. I've seen this happen to two other friends of mine, and their son, their children, and. Uh, it's just not cool, man. It's like, you know what it is? These drugs, you know. I, well, you know what it is, Chris, because these kids are not growing up like we were. Like, at our, let's just mm-hmm. let's let's call a spade a spade. When we grew up in the world that we grew up in, and we grew up in all the '80s and the '90s, right? But we, mm-hmm. our parents, raised us. Like, I always felt that I was um, older than I was. So, at the age of mm-hmm. twelve, I felt like I was at sixteen, because at the mm-hmm. age of twelve. My mom was like, you guys are doing your own wash. You had chores to do, right? You mm-hmm, had, mm-hmm. I had been babysitting since I was 12 years old. That was my job um, right. for other people. You know, I had mm-hmm. to help, help with the cooking, help with the cleaning, help to, what do you call it, set up the table. I had to make my parents espresso every single night after dinner, and I was always around mm-hmm. 7 o'clock because they liked the way I made it, because they taught me and they liked the way I made it. So I, mm-hmm. kids don't have responsibilities today. Kids are not taught responsibility mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i think when they get out into the world such as you know getting into high school and, and wanting to like think about their future in college or they get to college and they just can't ha- they can't hack the world they can't handle it mm-hmm. i mean just proven point is the day after the election and all those all those poor kids that were so upset that hillary lost the election mm-hmm. that they couldn't get out of bed and go to class, and that the university excused them from that. Come on. Yeah. Come on. No offense, millennials, but grow up a little bit. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <I> said it. <laughs> yeah, well, I back you 100%. Because I tell my nephews, and I'm sure you talk to your daughters, like, tell my nephews mm-hmm. and my niece, let me tell you something. Mm-mm. You are not going to be like everybody else out there. You're not going to mm-hmm. have all the laps of luxury. You're going to have to earn things in life. Right. I tell them them horror stories all the time. (laughs) Yeah, nobody's going to – you can complain all you want. Nobody's going to give it to you. It doesn't work like that. You can be entitled, think you're entitled, but you're not going to get it. So you're not going to get it if you work hard and and strive for it and and, and be nice to people and don't expect things. uh, Right. That is the whole philosophy of life. Work hard, respect people, and and be generous and just – be a good person. That is the motto of life. Like you can't expect everything mm-hmm. to be handed to you. God knows where I am in my life right now. I know I'm mm-hmm. 45. This is not the life I intended for myself, but Hey, God has a different plan in store for me. So what do I have to do? Right. I just got to get up every morning and I got to keep on moving because guess what? Things are not going to be handed to me. Don't get it today. They just don't get it. Mm-hmm. And it no. really is and you sad. Stay positive. I mean, you're you're a positive example of somebody. You know, he stays every time I know you, you make me smile. You know, but these oh, kids they just complain about everything. Give me this, give me that. Um, you know who else does that? Bullies. <laughs> so what? we just want to remind everybody tonight's show is about bullies in the movies in the '80s or TV shows or whatever you can remember about bullies growing up. We'd like to talk about it. And our movie guy is going to join us in six minutes. That's George Rother. Movie Guy 24-7. Um, talk about four movies we have in mind. But if you have any memories of your favorite bullies from movies, let us know. It's 718-508-9883. And uh, Gina's right. You, you can't, nobody's going to give it to you. You know, it's like uh, yeah. the only bully I, I know is life, and I can't let life win. You know, I got I to gotta walk hand in hand with life and make it work. <laughs> right. That's why I always say that um, mm-hmm. life, our life, there's no such thing as mm-hmm. there's. I believe in heaven. I don't believe in hell. You know why? Because I believe life is hell, and that's what you have to survive. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Know. I truly believe that that's what it is in order to try mm-hmm. and get into the gates of heaven. <laughs> it's to survive this freaking life of ours. Seriously. Because speaking of religions and stuff, I got to. There's a show I have to. I have to, I have to give a shout out to. That I started listening to. That I really like. Uh, Obey says, wow, he says he hasn't heard that for years. He likes what you just said. Yep, um, yep. Faith's uh, like in everything I say tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you got a new fan. I know. Hello, um, Bay. All right. <laughs> we, uh, there was, there's a show on CNN called Believer, and there's this guy, um, Ray, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but if you look for it, it's on CNN, Sunday nights at 10 o'clock, and he explores the world looking for strange religious beliefs. And like the first, the third one just aired last night. It was about voodoo. And uh, the night before that, the week before that, it was, uh, um, oh gosh, what was it? Uh, I'm losing my mind. I'm going to start from the beginning. The first night was he went to India and he bathed in the Ganges River. And he met these these people called uh, Aguris. And they're different a religious sect of India that doesn't believe in the, uh, you know, they're not Hindu and they're not, um, pardon me, anybody who's Indian listening, to, he's not one of the main, main two religious uh, sects that are there. And they believe, but they believe in eating, some sect parts of it believe in eating other humans, you know, some cannibalism oh, like, who's already died. So they live with the spirit that everything around them is part of God, which I get. But 
it was just kind of strange the way they, that they go about it. So it was interesting. And then um, last week he met a almost like a a man named Jesus in Hawaii, but he spells it with a Z. And he actually has all these followers building an ark in Hawaii. And it's just this show is really cool. So whatever you think hell is or what heaven is, um, of course, you're talking to two kids at the Catholic school. I just think it's interesting uh-huh. to hear these other stories from around the world. Yeah. So uh, check it out on CNN. I'll tell you what, um, other mm-hmm. religions fascinate me. They really do. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I was at Penn State, um, you know, I had to take like, you know, different like uh, theology, not not theology, but different electives and not electives, mm-hmm. sorry, um, different class choices. And one of them was uh, a theology class, and it was about all different religions um, outside of um, the Catholic faith. And uh, mm-hmm. it, oh my God, I was completely blown away um, about what how what people believe in and all these different religions mm-hmm. and what they're what their faith is and, um, you know, what their methods are in preaching and, um, praying. And it's just, it was just fascinating. It was one of the best that in my woman's studies class. Um, that's when I really, um, came to know about the gay community. Like I had never mm-hmm. met a gay person ever until I went to college, mm-hmm. you know, but then again, way after college, I found out, yeah, I knew gay people, but they were not out, obviously, in high school. <laughs> so. Yeah, I didn't know yet. <laughs> Maybe yeah. they didn't know yet. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so. Takes all different types of us people to make up this world. And uh, so it's all about, you know. Yeah, exactly. All, mm-hmm. Doesn't matter who you love, what you believe. The one thing is there's something inside all of us that keeps us alive and gives us energy. And we have the ability to connect, and we should be doing it in more positive ways than all these uh horrible ways that we see going on in the news. Yeah, we shouldn't be fighting with one another. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's just we should all be sticking together because mm-hmm. we make the world go around, and this world needs to be a better place. And I feel like I'm just reciting words from a song. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> it was beautiful. I was like, where is the music? Um, was, uh, you know why? There's a song flowed. by Michael Jackson that I listen to a lot. What and it's, song? um Hold on. I love love this song um uh, i would start singing it but i have such i'm not my voice is not there anymore <laughs> what's um, the song tell us Gina. tell us <laughs> michael's alive uh um, he, heal the world heal the world has got to be the greatest song ever written oh i can't think which one it is let me look it up now hold on heal heal the world wait i'm just playing it now can you hear it no. No. Uh, shoot. Put it up on your on your computer. I can't pull it up on uh, my computer because my phone's mm-hmm. got to be on. My phone's got to be attached to it. Here it comes. Here it comes. Uh, hello, sweet and salty. No, that's that's hello, no. sweet and salty. Uh, no, heal the world here by Michael Jackson. I got it. That was that was a YouTube commercial. Here we go. Uh, there you go. Oh my God! It's such a beautiful song. The words are amazing. It's a lot of what do you call it. It's a long interlude at first. All right, uh, let me let me get to this. Oh yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Can you hear that? Yeah, 
But once you get to the chorus, the chorus is just so beautiful. Oh, my God. I love it. Let me see if I can get it. Here we go. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Human race. Yeah, I remember that. People dying. Oh, my God. I love that. Mm-hmm. If everybody listens to these songs, it would put things in perspective. Michael Actually, Jackson, heal the world. Well, I'll tell you what, Chris. I think I should run for office, and that'll be the platform. That I use. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be the platform I use. Let's heal the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's awesome. Hey, I want to remind everybody that um, on April 29th, uh, Lillian and I, uh, sponsored by Totally Driven Radio, present a night of totally 80s nostalgia featuring the music from the class of 84 live in concert at a place called Taste of the Key West in Morton, Pennsylvania. Um, there's not, we're not selling tickets for it. I don't know if there's any charge at the door, but I don't think there is. It's come, put your 80s outfits on. Come listen to great 80s music. Gina, I want you to be there if you can. Bring the I 80s am party. Look, I'm actually looking forward to it. I really, really am. <laughs> There's a flyer on uh, Chris Kelly from 80s TV's page. And uh, we want everybody to come out. They play classic 80s. Um, there's going to be costume contests. There's going to be question contests. We like to do trivia. And um, it's a ball of fun. And, uh, again, there's no tickets being sold for this event. Maybe in the future we will, the bigger we get them. But this is really just a time to get together and celebrate the 80s and have fun. Yeah. So it's April so, 29th. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Shoot. No, go ahead, Chris. No, go ahead. April 29th in the Taste of Key West in Morton, PA. I was going to say, come on, class of 89, Prendy, Archbishop (laughs) Prendergast High School. Let's go, girls, me and all my girls. Actually, I'm going to get together with a bunch of Prendy girls on Friday night. So I will definitely be promoting it, and I think uh, this will be a nice girls' night out. I would love to see it. You tell them all to come in. I love the Prendy girls. I, go, you go friend, I married. Girl. I married. I married one. <laughs> Yo, <Yeah>. friendly girl. <laughs> yep. You married um, a good one too. Mhm. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle, yeah. for listening. She's a dog. Shout out to Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hi to everybody. And call in tonight. Our number again. You want to give it out? Sure. It is seven one eight five zero eight. Nine eight eight three. Give Chris and I a call. We're sitting here waiting for your call. Come on, Brandy, <laughs> Delco, Bonner, O'Hara. Where's all my peeps tonight? I posted it on my wall. Give me a shout. I don't get to do this often, so give me a call. Give Chris a call. Let's go. We're talking about our era, our childhood, right. our teenage years, greatest years of Bring, our life. Bring it on. Tell us a dream member. Yes. And Actually, right I now, go yeah, who's on? I'll bring. I'll, I'll come back to. It. We we have uh, our our favorite guy every week. You couldn't have the '80s, of course, without the music or the television shows, but you definitely couldn't have it without the movies. So we have our good friend George Rother, otherwise known as Movie Guy, twenty four seven. Um, you can find him on Facebook, and you can find his uh, website at movieguy247.com. But right now, he's here. I think he's in the Hi, house. George. Hello, Lillian, and hello, Chris. How are you all doing tonight? <laughs> hey, George. 
George, Lillian's well, sick this night. We have we have our good friend Gina uh, Maurice Grosson on. She's filling in. I think you guys have met oh, before Gina. here. Oh, okay. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm guest co-host. How you doing, George? <laughs> okay. I'm, nice to meet you, Gina. Nice to meet you as well, my friend. Okay. Yeah. How, how you doing? You oh, I'm doing okay. You know, I'm hanging in there. Mm-hmm. It's been an interesting couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. been keeping up with the movies. And mm-hmm. I found your topic of tonight's in- discussion very interesting. You want to talk about bullies in movies. Yes. Because we all can't encountered bullies somewhere in our lives, or still do. I don't know, but uh, different ways to deal with them. But the ones in the movies, man, I love them. You know, yeah. Gina, didn't, Gina, Gina is never – I would love seeing them get their – you know, get it in the end, not, um, not be bullies, but, you know, the bullies lose. Um, I love Moody and, uh, you know, my bodyguard getting it and the big goon he has on. And uh, Gina never saw 3 O'Clock High, George, so I didn't tell her the no, whole story. I'm hoping you can fill I her can't in. Believe you it. never saw 3 O'Clock High? Yeah, and I'm, and you know what? I'm Blasphemy. Kind of embarrassed. I know. I'm kind of embarrassed because I am a movie connoisseur. I really, truly am. I, and I cannot believe I've never... Had the op- I just never watched it, so guess what? Gee, they only aired it on Netflix. They only aired it on cable in the eighties, like two million times. <laughs> I didn't. Ha- okay, George, I didn't come from a family that had cable, so oh, I didn't okay. get MTV until I was in high. I mean, in uh, what senior year of high school, and I was already getting going to college. <laughs> so my father did not get cable. We had to have it rigged. Mm-hmm. From our neighbor's house to our house to watch Prism for the Flyers <laughs> games. So, ah, that's okay. right. Well, that's all right. Gotta, I can find that. it on Netflix. We're gonna, yeah, you got to find it because we want to report from you if you see it. I love that. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Guess what? It says what? HBO Go. I have HBO Go. I can find it on HBO Go. Guess what I'm watching tomorrow? <laughs> give me, give me one second, guys. Two or three. I have to see if I can find that favorite part where he says you and me at the school in the park at 3 o'clock. Let me see if I can get that. 3 o'clock time. While you're doing that, um, I thought of mm-hmm. another movie. I know it's it's not in the 80s, Tell but George. it's a classic cult. Mm-hmm. I know, just on talking to George. A cl- classic cult movie um, in 1976, Carrie. Who? Carrie. The movie Carrie. Oh, Carrie. Carrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that of course. That is like the ultimate bully mm-hmm. movie. Ultimate that was a hell. That was one hell of a movie, and I'm talk. We're talking the original one here. I'd yeah, like to forget that Irving. remake ever happened. Oh, oh I, I don't talk. I don't. I don't talk about remakes, please. They make me ill. Um, uh, what do you call it? No, I'm talking about the Brian De Palma. Um, film with Sissy Spacek, Piper Laurie, Amy Irving, and John Travolta. That is like Nancy Allen, William Cat. Yeah. I had a great cast, and that is a great movie. And that's still And I heard some mention day. of My Bodyguard. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That is an awesome movie. That is. <laughs> I love that movie. It wasn't so long ago I showed that to my godchildren. Really? Yeah, for the well, first I time. Liked, I liked Robbie Benson back then. So, like, you know, even though he didn't really make anything out of his Oh, career, he wasn't in like, that one. Oh, wait, I thought he was. That was Chris Makepeace as Clifford, and Adam that's Baldwin right. played Ricky Linderman, and Matt Dillon mm-hmm. played uh, Moody. Oh, Matt Dillon, that's what it was. I'm sorry, Matt Dillon, mm-hmm. my fault. Yeah. 
That's right. That's right. Let me... I have a clip from uh, 3 o'clock. Hi, hold on. Let me, let me play this. Go for it. So play this it is for a me, scene. Sam. <laughs> so this is a scene, that's, and you can jump in, George. I'm trying to remember this. So the main kid, he's a writer for the school paper, too, and Buddy Ravel came to the school. He's just, he's this bad dude, apparently, and apparently killed somebody in another school or something, and the kid wants to write a newspaper article on him. But the story is with Buddy is you're never supposed to touch Buddy. That's that's the curse, right? Right, George? Okay. That's correct. And they're in the bathroom, in the urinal, and he's talking to him, trying to get a story. So uh, here you go. You can write these stupid little pizza boxes because you're in Hold on. Mm-hmm. Right. They're standing in the urinal together. What I'm trying to find out is you are Buddy Revelle, right? Lenore? No. I don't want to see paper anymore, man. I just got to the school. I don't want anything. That is all. All I want to do is talk to you, see? See, they told me to write this good little pizza box you because you're a new kid on campus. You got a stupid little piece on me. I don't want to look stupid. No, 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 no. You're not going to look stupid. Not at all. Is that word stupid? I don't care if you do all kinds of dope shit. I'm not anybody's knock, you know? Not that I think that you do dope or anything like that. I mean... Listen, why don't we forget this whole thing and pretend it's never happened, okay? He touches his shoulder at this point. <laughs> Can you hear the music? <laughs> no, I can't hear it. I can't hear it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm That's all right. I, don't worry about it. I don't want it to be spoiled anyway because I want to watch it. <laughs> you have to see it. I wish I could show you that, but George doesn't see it. Is. It's, uh... oh, God, it's fantastic. Um... <laughs> So he sticks him, he slams him in the urinal, flushes it on him. But I told her the whole movie is this kid looking at the clock, trying to get out of meeting him at 3 o'clock to fight him because that's what eventually it's going to happen. And uh, I'll let you tell the story later, George, the roundup. But uh, I don't want to interrupt too bad. But uh, well, if Gina I love hasn't those movies. Seen, mm-hmm. If Gina no, hasn't seen it, I'm me. not going to reveal anything me. about it either. The only <laughs> no. thing I have to say George. is... No, just do do what you got to do. Don't worry about me. I don't care if I get spoiled. I mean, that doesn't bother me. Trust me. Well, the only thing I was going to say about 3 O'Clock High was mm-hmm. I liked how they homaged the uh, classic Western High Noon. I mean, obviously with the clock ticking down to a specific mm-hmm. time when the hero was going to face the villain. Um, mm-hmm. The classic 1952 Western, the villain, um, it was kind of the same idea. So I just thought that was a neat little homage. Oh, that's great. Tell us some more, George. What else do you remember? Some your favorite. Well, I remember it had some really good cinematography for a teen movie. I mean, they the director, I think his name was Philip Joano. I don't know how to pronounce it. But mm-hmm. he has a visual style, and he put it to good use. So he had some good shots in that. Um, mm-hmm. Casey Shamosko, he did a good job in the lead. And Richard Tyson... Well, my God, <laughs> he's like a like the big one of the coolest bad guys I've ever seen in movies. Oh yeah. Over the weekend, I just rewatched Kindergarten Cop. 
He's the bad guy mm-hmm. in that too. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. I have to watch that. But yeah, so mm-hmm. that's what I can tell you about three o'clock high. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to know anything further, Gina, just check out my website. I do have a review written of that. Okay, Sweet. no problem. I'm pretty sure it's published anyway, but uh, mm-hmm. I did write it. So whether administration published it, hard mm-hmm. to say. I have a lot of those reviews that I've written that haven't even been published yet. So one of these days I'm going to have to do that. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, 3 o'clock high is a high watermark in the bully genre, as is mm-hmm. my bodyguard and, of course, the karate kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, show now, me on the floor. <laughs> Go ahead, George. Wait, the, the Goldbergs just did a um, – do you watch the show, the Goldberg? The Goldbergs, yeah, they just did the Karate Kid. Yes, because mm-hmm. they talk about everything in the 80s, and it's just one of the best television shows out there. And they just did a whole <laughs> thing about the two Adams and how the other Adam Goldberg is always bullying the other Adam Goldberg. And this is whole thing with Karate Kid. It was just hysterical. I don't actually watch the show. I saw the commercial. Oh, the mm-hmm. show is so awesome. It's so awesome. If anybody grew up in the 80s, they absolutely can just they, you gravitate to it because it's everything that you grew up with. So mm-hmm. it's like they're talking about your life, and it's based mm-hmm. in Philadelphia, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. The suburbs I really should of, binge um, watch that. I think I'll binge watch it this summer. Yeah, because it's like the thing it's mm-hmm. on its third season, going on its fourth, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, not too many episodes. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. That's a good one to binge watch. Now, it's good, George. What are you, was- you going to tell us? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about bully movies in general, and mm-hmm. here's one that nobody probably ever really thinks of. There was this low-budget Canadian film in 1986 called Bullies, and it was kind of a teenage variation of straight Straw Dogs from 1971. Yeah. This kid moves to this really small backwater town, and he hooks up with a girl whose boyfriend is jealous, and he's hooked up with a local gang. And they start giving him trouble, and at the end, he has to fight back against the gang. Okay. Is Bijou Phillips in this movie? Oh, this is way before that. You're thinking of Bully uh, from 2001. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. No, this is a picture that came and went within a week at the end of the summer of 1986. Oh, wait. Here it is. Yeah, there's a bunch of trailer pieces on it. A boy and his family. Yeah, it's a trailer. Is it a 14 year old boy? For the family, it's a young boy. For Matt, it's a chance to find those things in himself he never knew existed before. What are you doing? Nothing, just taking a swim. Why not? It's your river, right? I've never seen this, George. You're right. And this is the one with Olivia Diabo, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, I remember her being in it. I don't remember who played the boy. It's a chance to create a new world. But every world has its boundaries. And oh, that's another one I've to add to the list. What it means yeah, I, this is good. I've never, I've never heard of it. Well, that's why I'm the movie guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Movieguy247.com. Check him out. Get on his Facebook page. That's a good one, George. I like that. Mm-hmm. Now, here's yeah, another so one. Go ahead. Oh, go mm-hmm. ahead. I'm sorry. Please. No, mm-hmm. I was just going to say, like, bullies 
like bully movies are not all necessarily have to be um, documentary or drama. Like there's some that are musicals, some are that are comedy as well. Um, like Footloose, for example, Footloose, the you know mm-hmm. Ren McCormick's character was bullied majority of the time throughout the movie. Um, but mm-hmm. you know he persevered and he you know came through singing singing like a champ. But anyway. Mm-hmm. I was always like partial champ. to the ones that ended with huge fights where people got really beat the hell out of. You mean mm-hmm. like Rocky? <laughs> I'm talking violent R-rated movies. I'm talking yeah. something like Played. Tough Turf with James Spader. Well, oh, I remember God. Tough Turf. That, yeah. Oh, my God. I remember, I remember mm-hmm. seeing that at the theater. So did I. Barkley Square, 1985. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. That's exactly where I saw it. That's so funny. <laughs> Oh yes, I grew up in I grew up in Delaware County. I lived in Upper Darby for several years, then Havertown. Where in Upper Darby? Um, corner of Pennock and Hazel, about a block away from Frank Pika's. Oh, okay. Oh, that's what we were talking about. I, we were I, just talking about Pika's. Yeah. yeah, we were just talking about Pika's earlier. I grew up Best in damn um, pizza in the area. Yep, that's <laughs> what we, we were saying. <laughs> we need to make them a sponsor of the show. We promoted like five I know, really. already. <laughs> I know. I'll, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to um, message uh, Lori and tell her. Hey, guess what? We were advertising for you guys for free. <laughs> now, Tough Turf featured James Spader as a good guy. Mm-hmm. Around that same which time, there was another bully movie in which he played the bully. It was called The New Kids. Um. He was a bully, and these two new kids, hence the title, come to town and run Mm -hmm. into Spader and his gang. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you know, it just doesn't go well because, uh, well, they're the new kids. And one of the heroes was played by Lori Loughlin, who is better known as Aunt Becky from Full House. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, that never actually made it to the movies in this area. I did manage to see it on cable, and uh, it's pretty cool. Um, here's a little spoiler. One of the bad guys ends up getting his head crushed by a roller coaster. Oh, lovely. Mm. Oh, they don't, it's not really too graphic, but uh, mm-hmm. it's like, whoa, dude, that rocks. <laughs> <laughs> you are such that, a that guy. Sound oh, my God. <laughs> What can I say? I like the. I'm also a big fan of the Death Wish movies. Oh my! Oh, yeah, I really yeah. see that they awesome. they never interest mm-hmm. me. Well, I tried showing them to my wife. I think she gave up after three. I think she's. I think her words were, "I've seen enough." Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not into Chuck. Ah, uh, Charles Bronson. He's he's the man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, never did anything for me. <laughs> um, but talking I, about I guess it's a guy Peter. thing. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, my yeah. mom liked Bronson also. Yeah, I just never, he didn't appeal to me. Um, but you were talking about Spader, who I love. And, like, he's like the ultimate bully um, actor. You know, who? he did mm-hmm. what? James Spader, because he's like pretty in pink, less than zero. And, mm-hmm. um, and you know, now, you know, with mannequin. the show of his mannequin. Mm-hmm. Well, but mannequin, he was a nerd. Um, he was still a bad guy, though. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. A but, sniveling uh, bad guy, but a bad guy. So mm-hmm. I, I loved him in Pretty in Pink and Less Than Zero. I mean, you just want to, you just love to hate him. Um, and then what the the blacklist? Like every, I've never watched the show, but everybody just raves about him and what an SOB sto- he is. Funny story about Pretty in Pink. 
Um, yeah. We rented it when it came out came out on video. My brother hadn't seen it, mm-hmm. so my brother was downstairs in the basement watching it, and my dad came down just at the very moment when Molly Ringwood Ringwald called him uh, a filthy effing liar. Of course, yeah. my dad's mm-hmm. like, "What the hell are you watching?" <laughs> My dad had this thing about bad language. I'll never forget the time he took me as a nine-year-old to see the Bad News Bears, the original movie. Yep. Oh, yeah. At the end, he was very angry about, and I quote, all that GD bad language. (laughs) (laughs) Like he was on the talk. Oh, he... uh, The line from the Christmas story, the man worked in profanity like some artists work in oils and clay. But I digress. Um, was was your father a religious man? Well, he said Jesus Christ a lot. Does that count? <laughs> when I say religious, if he was really religious, he wouldn't be taking God's name in vain. So <laughs> I say that jokingly. No, I think my dad was yeah. a decent man. He just had a very colorful vocabulary. <laughs> gotcha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh. No, nah, Pretty in Pink. That's a decent movie. I actually haven't watched that in a long time. Mm-hmm. I actually was just watching that probably about two weeks ago. They've on cable lately. They've had a lot of '80s classics between Pretty in Pink, um, Sixteen Candles, uh, Sixteen Candles, and Breakfast Club are like running every single day, and I have to watch them. It's like ridiculous. Sixteen but, Candles um, is one of my favorites. Yeah, it's it's just one of the best, and so um, yeah. So, but they've been running a lot of '80s cult movies lately and um, like teenage movies which I love and it's like they, they never get old they never get old and you could sit there I sit there and recite the whole damn movie it's hysterical well Saturday nights my wife and I like to watch action pictures and uh-huh. I get a lot of stuff from the 80s so like a couple weeks ago we watched Commando mm-hmm. um, this past weekend we watched Kindergarten Cop which is not 1990 mm-hmm. but yeah, that kind of counts. And we also watched Red Heat with him and James Belushi. That's yeah. the one where Schwarzenegger plays a Russian cop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we like I like a lot of those '80s movies. Uh, I mean, yeah, obviously I grew up back then, so they have sentimental meaning. But uh, yeah, it dawns on me that a lot of these movies they're just so good. Like even the bad ones are better than a lot of the mediocre ones these days. Yeah. Because they're cheesy, mm-hmm. but they're funny, and they get the point across, and you and we love them. You know, you gotta Absolutely. love the '80s movie. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other bully type movies. Um, okay, we talked about the Karate Kid. Well, that mm-hmm. same actor, um, William Zabka, played mm-hmm. a high school bully in Just One of the Guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, he did, and he also played a mm-hmm. bully in uh, Back to School. With Roddy That's Dangerfield. correct. Yep. Yes. Told you I'm a movie connoisseur. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, there you go. Hey. <laughs> Always happy and proud to meet a fellow movie lover. Yeah, there you go. In fact, uh, a friend we, of mine. We, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, a friend of mine was just asking, sent a message to uh, a bunch of us today about if we were interested either tomorrow night or next Tuesday night to go out to the Blarney Stone for Name That Two Night or Movie Night mm. and um, oh, with cool. this DJ. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, it's so right up my alley. I'm like, oh, man, I'm <laughs> so in. 
I'm like, can you win prizes? Because I'm so in and I'm going to kick everybody's butt. <laughs> Anyone wants to challenge Gina, go out to the, the, yeah, go to the, the Blarney Stone in Westchester. <laughs> Boy, that might that might be worth actually trying to find a ride to Westchester. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah, I definitely can't do it tomorrow night, but I'm doing it next I'm doing it next Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe For one sure. of these Tuesdays. I'll show up there. Hey, that sounds like fun, a movie trivia contest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think if one I like night that. is, I, I don't know if it's every single Tuesday night, or movie, mm-hmm. but it's definitely like they have a name that tune. So it's mm-hmm. either, um, like I know it's the, this week and next week is definitely music. But I'm, mm-hmm. So they change it up. So I'm not sure when the movie will be, but you can just always look on their website. I intend so, to. Yeah. They used to have those quizzo mm. nights. Um Quizzes is always a lot of fun too, and sometimes they like have a lot that. of movie, mm-hmm. um, yeah, a lot of movie references. Mm-hmm. So, there's some movie that I never even heard of in this list here. Um, what do you say, George? Will know. <laughs> Go for it. Hold on, Donna. just Bummer! I was charging my phone and was using my computer upstairs while watching. My Here's show. one, George. Oh, I, for- I forgot. What do you got? Dancing, what do you got Dancing with the Stars is on. Colin. <laughs> oh. George, here's one. I don't know the story, but I know it's a big thing with the girls. Heathers. Is that a bully movie? Oh, that's a great movie. That's with, a girl uh, bully movie. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's with Winona Ryder and Christian Slater, who I love, and Shannon Doherty was in that movie from um, 90210. Oh, my God. Oh. Love, love, love that movie. By the way, yes, I, haven't, she was. I, haven't, I haven't done a Shannon Doherty update lately. I hope she's doing okay. I haven't seen much better in the news. Her but, uh, chemo, she ended her chemo. Her chemo was done. Okay. That was the last thing I saw. So One of those Heathers, I think it was Kim Walker. She died some years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim, Kim Walker? Walker? Yeah, I don't know who that is. She played one of the Heathers. I forget which one. I want to say the one with the long, blondish kind of hair. Hmm. But, uh, uh, I didn't know her I didn't know her name. No. Well, yeah, but Heather. Yeah, that was a, a, that was a good movie. That was a very good movie. Yeah. Um, One for Chris. I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. Slater really does a good imitation of Jack Nicholson. Yes, oh, he yeah. does. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love him. I've always liked him ever since. Um. My God, one of my favorite all-time classic cult movies is Pump Up the Volume. Volume. I freaking love that movie. <laughs> I was just watching that the trailer is... for that today. I'm posting that on Movie Guy mm-hmm. 24-7 pretty soon. Oh, you are? The trailer for it. Um, every Tuesday, I post a few movie clips and a few classic movie trailers. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Do you know how so many people don't know what that – they're like, what? Never heard of it. I'm like, how do you not hear Pump Up the Volume? I'm like, hi. It's like a classic. <laughs> Oh, it was a great film. I actually saw it at a uh, sneak preview on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I was in town, and it was showing, so I thought, what the heck? I'm going to go check this out. It's got to mm-hmm. be pretty good. It's got Christian Slater in it. And Slater in it, yeah, because mm-hmm. that was like, you know, the era of him. And uh, uh, Actually, you know where I saw that? I think I saw that at Pilgrim Gardens. When Pilgrim Gardens had their um, their movie theater. Actually, I think that the Pilgrim Gardens was closed by that point. You probably saw it at Lawrence Park. They showed it. Oh, yeah. You know what? You're right. It was Lawrence Park. You are right. It was Lawrence Park. Chris, I, I, don't remember, I don't remember Pilgrim Gardens or Lawrence Park having movie theaters until I yeah, forget yeah. that. Yeah, well, where the, where the bookstore is in Lawrence Park, that uh-huh. was the movie theater. And then I worked where there briefly. QB, um, did, did you really? Mm-hmm. 
at the theater very briefly mm-hmm. in 1990, a few months of work there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And the QVC, where the QVC was in Pilgrim Gardens, that was the movie theater. Yeah. That's where I saw yeah. Howard the Duck. You know, Howard <laughs> the Duck. Oh, my God, what a freaking idiotic movie that was. Oh I love God. Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> I saw when it three times in the two weeks it played in the movies. Oh, my God. When Tim and Leah Thompson were trying to have sex, I was like, this is out of control. Give me a break. <laughs> She's trying to have Filzy. sex with Oh, my God. She's having oh, sex no, with I'm Big a Bird. dead duck. <laughs> uh, and don't forget, I'm he's a master of quack foo. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Honest to God, that's crazy. Uh, that's crazy. Let's take a quick... Let's take a quick break for uh, a commercial break, and then we'll come right back. You're still with us, right, George? Got some more to post I'm not about. going anywhere. Excellent. Everybody, when we come back, the number is 718-508-9883. We're talking about bullies from movies from the 80s. And we have uh, our guest co-host, uh, Gina Marie Scorson, and our special guest right now is George Rother, Movie Guy 24-7. If you have a question, call in. We'll be back in three minutes. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally German Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence, or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, 
trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. Hello and welcome back. Tonight you're listening to Chris Kelly and Gina Marie Scorsone on Totally Driven Radio. You there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. All right. <laughs> we have, we're here with our special guest, George Rother, otherwise known as Movie Guy 24-7. We're talking about bullies in the movies in the 80s. Unless you have a TV show you're thinking of, or any movie, try out George. Let, let us know if he remembers it. Try him. Hey. The number is 718, real quick, 508-9883. Go ahead, Gina. So, Cindy, who was on earlier... Just send mm-hmm. me a link on my page about Heather's. Where are they now? <laughs> oh, George, George knows all that stuff. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't give. Oh, here it is. What's her name? Oh, it doesn't tell me what her what her issue is. Um, doesn't tell me this person's name though. The woman that Which? was Heather Chandler is five steps ahead of everyone. She works hard to keep her. Okay, what well, doesn't tell me where she is at? Where is she? Kim Walker. Oh, wait, she did die. I remember hearing the story. That's who George was talking about, right? Mm -hmm. That was was the girl George was talking about. Yep. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Thanks, Cindy, for the info, love. Appreciate it. (laughs) What others you thought of, George? I got a couple. What else you got? Go ahead and sh- uh, go ahead, throw them at me. What do you got? So here's one, and I'll give you a hint. The bully from this movie recently died. The movie came out in 1985. Weird science. Bill Paxton played Chet, the older brother. There you go. <laughs> I loved him in that movie. Oh, I know. I'm telling you, I was very sad in the year when he passed. I'm like, that was the first thing I thought of, too, was him as Chet, because that was one of my mm-hmm. favorite characters. <laughs> Oh yeah. Here's an. Here's two more. Um, one. Uh, I I, I want to see if you guys guess it. It has a character named Booger in it. Revenge no, of the Revenge of the Nerds. There you go. How can we miss that one? Uh, actually, um, I was I was going to talk about that one because I have that up on my computer here. It's another one that came up, George, and and I remember I remember the story, but I forgot about the whole bully aspect of it. Um, it was Lucas. Oh God! Oh, yes, this was a good movie. That was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! I must bad. have watched that so many times back in the day. Uh huh. What can you share about that? Share, share a little bit about that. Huh. Well, um, starred a very young Corey Haim. Uh, small. Well, he was small for his age, so he liked this new girl at school, but found mm-hmm. that he couldn't compete with this football player played by Charlie Sheen. So Lucas decides to try out for the football team, or mm-hmm. he wants to play football, and he ends up getting badly hurt near the end. But most of the movie was him trying to court this girl and just not getting that he was in the friend zone, 
and that mm-hmm. she was into this uh, jock guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it at the movies. Um, funny thing about that day, I was going to go see this really stupid movie called Rad about BMX bikes or something. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Then I realized, why do I want to see that? It's about BMX bikes, and I don't know anything about that stuff. I'll go mm-hmm. see this other thing. What's it called, Lucas? Yeah, I'll check that out. I heard it's good. Mm-hmm. Well, it was very good. And I think that following year when it came out on cable, God, mm-hmm. I watched that a lot. Because I'd have friends over. <laughs> I'd have friends over. Yeah. I taped it. And they'd say, mm-hmm. well, I haven't seen it yet. Can we watch it? It's like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah. a good move. That's a, that's a good one to pull out again is Lucas. I haven't seen that in years. I should show that to Donna. She'd like that one. It's cute. Uh, Winona Ryder's in that, too. Yeah. I I think that was like her first movie. Yeah. She's in a lot Mm -hmm. of those 80s movies. I'm trying to think of other bullies in movies. Um, Let me think a bit here. Can we go back to another one? We we, we probably last talked. We haven't talked about that much. Is uh, The My Bodyguard. Because there's two bullies in that movie, really, right? Yep. Absolutely. Um, Matt Dillon and that guy, he, that muscle guy, he gets to beat up on uh, Adam Baldwin's yeah. character. <laughs> it's Mike, right? This is, this is my yeah, Mike. Guy. That's his name. Mike, right? Go get him, Mike. <laughs> I gotta get. I have to get a clip for this. <laughs> oh my um, God. <laughs> Moody, I, I, and, you and owe me funny. a year's worth of lunches. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my God. Then he I flips him off. Hold on. <laughs> I love that kid. I don't know who that kid is, but he is excellent. Um, the blonde. I believe friend, his right? name is Paul Quant, and it's the only uh-huh. movie he ever did. Really, I love him. He was an awesome kid. Oh, he was great. He he could have had a real career ahead of him. I don't. Because in this scene, um, we're doing talking about Moody picks on him. They go into the into the. Uh, Actually, the kid in the scene is with them is uh, I'm looking at it right now. I think they, Johnny from the Karate Kids in this too. He's one of Moody's friends. No, that's not William Zabka. That's just some no. other blonde-haired guy. Well, you know exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, of, there's right? a yeah, there's an actor that actually a mustard on him. him. There was another actor that resembled him, and I can't remember who that guy's name was. So here they are. They go into the. Yeah, the little cafe thingy, diner, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Moody chases them outside, and uh, Chris Makepeace shows up with his friend. Here we go. Here's, here's Chris Makepeace. Moody, I'd like to meet my bodyguard. Anything you want to say to me? Talk to him first. Now, uh, what was that you were saying? Be the moody. Be the moody. Here comes that see that part, uh, George. <laughs> He's trying to uh, at least get to the kids. Cry, baby. Here he comes. You owe me a year's worth of lunches. <laughs> oh my God, that's one of the best 
scenes ever, is it not? When you're like 10, 11, we saw this for the first time. Was that great? <laughs> uh, yeah, that end, was awesome. The, I love it at the end when, you know, the, the bully, Chris Makepeace's bully teaches them to, to plunge him in the nose. He's like, go for the nose. And he does it. And it's like, the be- it's so exciting. You broke <laughs> my nose. <laughs> you broke my nose. <laughs> And I have to give it. I mean, there's a lot of good actors in that. Matt Dillon did a great part of being that young, you know, doing that. I, I, he was a bully, you know, I, I, and I hated him. But I, I loved him at the same time. Matt Dillon uh, was an excellent actor in the 80s. He did such a phenomenal job in all of the movies. Like, it's just amazing. It really is. And then he just dropped off the face of the earth for a while, and then all of a sudden he came back. You know when he lost me, George? I don't know about you. Um when I saw him in something about Mary with that cheesy mustache on him, I can't yeah, look at yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite comedies. Yeah. I love the movie. No, don't get me wrong. I love the movie, but for Matt Dillon, I just it just it puts this quirky stigma about him to me after that. But I was a huge fan. I still am a huge fan. But well, he had that he had that cheesy seventies porno mustache. It was weird. Yeah. What are your thoughts well, on that, George? That's mm-hmm. the Farrelly brothers for you. They throw in stuff like that just mm-hmm. to make their movies stand out. You, mm-hmm. you can say this, like with movies like Kingpin and Dumb and Dumber and There's Something About Mary, you never forget mm-hmm. them. No, mm-hmm. you know. No, I do love that movie. Don't get me wrong. I love that movie. But hey, Matt I got – wait. Go ahead. I have, oh, I no, you go ahead, Gene. That's one. cool. I, gave mm-hmm. up, I came up with a good one. Purple Rain in 1984. He was bullied. The kid was bullied. By his dad? Dad and by uh, Mars Day in the Time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You see that one. Yeah. I'm just looking. I'm looking at all these movies in 1984, and I was like, oh, damn, look. Purple Rain. Yep, he was was bullied. How about um, Grandview, USA? Where C. Oh Thomas Howell God. was bullied yes. by Patrick Swayze. Yes, remember oh. that movie? Oh my God! Oh my God! There's oh, I actually own that movie on VHS. <laughs> I have it on DVD. I have it on VHS. That I was movie's such a Patrick cool. Swayze guru. My mom was a big Patrick Swayze fan. Oh, I, I rue the him. day I showed her Dirty Dancing. Uh, well, that was such a great movie. I loved him ever since he was in The Outsiders. Like The Outsiders for me was like the breakthrough for all those guys. It's still one of my all-time favorite classic movies. The all Emergence time. of the Brat Pack. Oh yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just loved, loved, loved. I loved the book and I loved the movie. I now, remember sitting in the Waverly watching that with the water dripping mm-hmm. from the ceiling. Uh, oh, God, yeah, it was pretty bad near the end of the wave, really, wasn't it? Uh-huh. I went to see a double feature there in, like a few mm-hmm. months before they closed. It was December 1983. You could actually see your breath in the theater. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah we were in blankets and everything. It was, like, ridiculous. But oh, we had man. to see that movie. Speaking of, just a quick interjection, um, when you speak of the Waverly, there's a website on Facebook for the Waverly. you ever see it? And no, I haven't. a... Somebody actually was outside the Waverly. Um, there was a nut store there, and it's like 1976 or 78. And there's a kid with a um, 
a microphone and somebody's following with a camera. And the guys from WWDB are there. Um, I can't oh. think of the names, but some of the names you would remember them. And uh, the guys ask them questions. You can see all the cars going by right there on, on the road. And it's like, I, I'll send it to both of you if I can find it. It's such a cool piece to see. And it's right oh, there. Okay. It's part of our history. And all of us, we were under 10 years old, I'm thinking, at that time. So yeah, I, uh, it's super cool to see. So, George, I'm shocked you haven't seen that. I want to send it to you. Um, I, it sounds familiar. Let me see if it I can look it up right familiar. now. The Waverly. Send that link and, to me. I'll look at it. But I mm-hmm. may have seen it somewhere. Bay, have you seen Got that? It. Uh, but yeah, I saw, I saw quite a few things at the Waverly before it closed. Um, yeah, I like that you can see double features there for a buck. Yeah, you know how much it would cost to go to the movies in 1984? Uh, I believe matinees were still two dollars fifty cents. Actually, an average movie ticket was two dollars and fifty cents, so matinees were cheaper than that. Well, I know the adult prices by that point were like. Upwards about four fifty-five bucks. No, I'm look. I'm just looking. At it. it says right here, cost of movie tickets for 1984 was two dollars and fifty cents. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I just that's what I remember playing for matinees. But okay. So I just sent it Actually, to you guys. I'm saying now it's right. Irv Homer. Remember Irv Homer from WWD? Yeah, that I name? do remember yes. him. Mm-hmm. It's 1976. The only footage of the Waverly Theater circa 1976. To have it in your boxes, all three of you. All yep, three. I got it. It's the coolest thing. Bob Check it Conley. out when you get a chance. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll look at it tonight. Oh, the Waverly Theater. That's the first place First place I ever saw Blues Brothers and Animal House uncut. Oh. Ah. Okay, yeah. That's fine. Again, December 83, they showed a double feature of that, mm-hmm. and I went one Saturday night. I didn't notice if it was cold in that theater that night. It didn't seem to be, but uh, mm-hmm. I was just excited about the prospect of finally seeing these movies uncut without commercials with all the bad parts in them. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I remember at, seeing at them at the Yaden. 16, that's a big deal. So. <laughs> I remember so George, seeing them at the Yaden Theater. We were uh, talking the Yaden, earlier. Yeah. I remember going there for a buck. Was that on Sundays? Yep. No, there was a buck. Mm-hmm. No, after a while, it was a buck, no matter what. And I remember seeing nine to five there because my cousin, my older cousin mm-hmm. Millie, brought me and my cousin Mary in. It was and mm-hmm. it was a dollar, and it was like in the middle of the week, and we saw nine to five there. It was so funny. The Aiden was always a dollar. Was it? I thought it was just Sundays. Maybe, maybe I'm just I'm getting old. The Aiden. Uh, there were a, a, like four dollar movie theaters in the area back in the day. Mm-hmm. The Waverly, the Yaden, mm-hmm. the Lansdowne, and the Brookline. Ah, uh, it's our Brookline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Garrett, and then what do you call it? Barclay Square. Uh, one, for a little while, Hilton they had Garden Dollar Night. And Lawrence Park. Yeah, for a little while. Yeah, I remember. He's, 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 talking, he's, talking about, he's talking about Dollar Night. He's talking about Dollar Night, Tina. Uh, oh, I, I was going to say, I thought there, was yeah. more than, there was more than four theaters. Yeah, no, well, we the ones that charge a dollar. Good, George. The Barclays Square, the Lawrence Park, and a few other theaters, for a little while, they would do dollar nights. Where yeah. You can see their movies for a dollar. And in its last few months, when the Clifton Heights Theater was still open, before yeah. it closed, they were a dollar fifty theater. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Didn't McDade do a dollar theater, too? Wasn't there the theater at McDade Mall? Um. I'm not as familiar with that theater. I didn't go there yeah. a whole heck of a lot. Mm-hmm. I've never um, seen lots of movies at the McDade Mall, too. 
I can't remember. What is the last thing I saw there? I think the last thing I must have seen there must have been sometime in late 93. Um, mm. Some stupid picture called Rescue Me. Um, it wasn't playing anywhere else. So, mm-hmm. But, uh, no, I didn't get there all that much. Gotcha. But, uh, no, the Barclay uh, Square could... was one of my uh, regular haunts, as was the mm-hmm. City Line Theater. Oh, mm-hmm. God, yeah. Well, I saw Purple Rain in City Line. We used to sneak mm-hmm. in there. <laughs> yeah, some people tried to do that. So George, well, my cousin worked there, earlier. so he got us in. I used to get in there in for Gina. free near the end. I knew the manager, yeah. so yeah. he'd let me in to see free stuff. What'd you say, Chris? I said you guys all should have got me in free to the theaters. <laughs> I only did. I only got. The, I only did that in City Line because my cousin was working there. I was, and it was like uh, twice in my lifetime. When did yeah. your cousin work there? I don't know. He's a year older than me, so he's what forty-seven. So, um, for some time in high school, he went to Lamberton. Well, I guess what years was he working there? I don't remember exactly what year. He was in high school at some point. He was so in the eighties. So he had to be what eighty. He had to be either eighty-five, eighty-eight, eighty-seven, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. What was his name? I really don't want to divulge that on the air. His name was Frank. Wow. I can tell you that. Oh well, that's all, Frank. Um, no, I knew uh, Anthony. He was one of the managers, and there was an usher there mm-hmm. by the name of Jamie. I went to high yeah, school no. with him. That's why I gotcha. asked. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was Frank, and he went to Lamberton. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I doesn't ring a bell. If I saw him, I'd probably remember him, but. Uh, the name isn't ringing a bell, so. Well, you mm-hmm. would see him. He was in the Sixth Sense, and uh, he's master, and he just did a. <laughs> he was doing commercials for some political run for one candidate, um, which was hysterical. Every time I'd see him on the TV, I'd be like, "Oh my God, it's my cousin." Who is it? <laughs> Come on, say his name. Who is it? Um. So he did. He, I don't know if you saw the commercials. It was like the, this guy standing oh, behind a desk. Me. <laughs> Frank Scorsone. His name is Frank Scorsone. His same last name as me. Oh. <laughs> there you go. A fun novel, you people. Um, Frank Scorsone. Get him the... some work. Yeah, <laughs> get him, him some more acting work. work. Yeah. He was sitting behind his desk, and then there's like two people are in these chairs, and it's one some political candidate, and it's so I see you done this, this, and this, and then he goes to the window and he sees all these people standing outside and. He's like, they said, well, who's that? Well, like, that's who I'm helping. And then he's waving to him. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. It's hysterical. I, I, I had to record it. It was so damn I funny. recognize him. I know who he is. I recognize him. I'm looking at him now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's all, he's, yeah. If you see him on my Facebook, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, my, my cousin George, Frankie. We were talking earlier. But I know we should pull it up to modern day times. We, uh, she saw um, Beauty and the Beast this week. Have you seen that yet? Yes, I did. I went Friday with my wife. Oh, God. And we we, oh, yeah, that's when we went, mm-hmm. Friday night, yeah. We went mm-hmm. Friday afternoon. Uh-huh. <laughs> we liked it a lot. It's I, really I said, a good movie. I said it was so beautifully done, wasn't it? Absolutely. The only downside is we rewatched the original animated movie the night before, so that was still <laughs> fresh in our minds. And I love, love, love the animated one. Yeah, I'm actually, yeah, the animated honestly, one's great too. 
I have to say, I love Disney more than life itself. I love Disney. I love everything about mm-hmm. Disney. And What's your favorite Disney animated movie? Uh, Little Mermaid. Lion King. Oh, I like Lion King too, but I love the I love Lion King the um, the uh, the Broadway show the best. Never saw it on Broadway, but oh, they are doing phenomenal. a live action version of the Lion King. Oh, I know they are, and they're doing mm-hmm. one of the Little Mermaid too. And I believe they also are doing Aladdin. Yep, but the thing is with Aladdin, they're having a little bit of a problem with that. It's because of our dearly departed Robin Williams. He was so iconic with that the genie's voice and character that it's going to be hard to replicate that in a live action movie. Yeah, that's going to be a really big problem. That's a I huge, think the movie will that's a huge problem. Well, um, I'm agreeing, and I think the movie's going to suffer. Yeah, if I they go too. through with it. Yeah, but. Uh, I, I said that they did such a wonder. I'm starting to love this live action Disney films. Um, well, because we're doing I like a lot better. One. Well, I like this because they gave a little bit of a um, more backstory to Belle, you know, to Belle's story. Because in the in the um, in the uh, tune, they don't, you know, the animated they, one, they don't tell what happened to Belle's mom. Here, they, they don't do. even mention her mom. Exactly, that's what I'm saying, and I liked how they had the new, uh, the new new music that was added on as well, which was so beautifully done. Everything was just beautifully done, and I saw it in 3D, so it was even even more magnificent. So I don't see three. I don't see movies in 3D unless it absolutely calls for it. Um, well, most 3D movies are tickets. <laughs> I accidentally bought the tickets for 4:30 show, not knowing it was a 3D until after I bought them. So, mm. I did the same. Fine. I did yeah. the same thing with the last Terminator movie a couple of years ago. I accidentally mm-hmm. got tickets for the 3D showing. Not that that movie needed to be seen in 3D. Mm-hmm. Right. In fact, it didn't really need to be seen at all. But whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no, Beauty and the Beast, that was incredible. And Disney is doing a great job with live-action remakes. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, so 20 years ago they tried it with, uh, what was that, 101 Dalmatians? Right. It did did very well, but I just – I personally didn't think it was that good of a movie. Yeah, it was okay. But now they're – you know, I mean they've had some back-to-back hits with like Cinderella and The Jungle Book. And you could even argue that Maleficent is the animated version of Sleeping Beauty, even yeah. if it doesn't. I, even if it doesn't focus on Sleeping Beauty. And let me tell you mm-hmm. something. That is one that I absolutely like. Was blown away by that movie. I loved it. I loved Which every one? single Maleficent? second of that movie. Maleficent. Yeah, loved it. That was great. Mm-hmm. Um, they also did a good job with Pete's Dragon last year, even though they told a yeah. completely different story. Yeah, I mm-hmm. didn't see it. Oh, it was very um, good. Yeah, I didn't see it. The kids weren't interested uh, in going to see it for some reason, so obviously I didn't go. But um, you know, if they're interested in going to it, I'm going to it. But this, I mean, my my favorites, I'll definitely go to. I wasn't big on Cinderella. I don't know why. I was a little disappointed in Cinderella. It just didn't. It didn't capture me <laughs> like I thought it would. Mm-hmm. My wife loves it. Yeah, I don't know why it just didn't. But sorry, I I really liked you know. I, actually, I said to my uh, 
I said to my girlfriend Megan, I say, I guarantee <laughs> Disney, because if you notice in the beginning of the movie, they didn't do the Cinderella castle. They used Belle the castle, the Beast castle in the yeah. beginning. And I said, I guarantee you they're going to come up with Beauty and the Beast land or something at, um, at, at Disney World. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. They're going to build that castle. Well, my wife and I went to Disney World in 2008, and they actually yeah. had a stage show of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did. It's awesome. Yeah, they did. But And now at the Cinderella Castle, you can stay there, and you can – They have um, now they have a restaurant, and it's called Be Our Guest, and that's the first restaurant that is in the park and actually Walt Disney World itself that are serving alcohol. There's no restaurants that serve alcohol in Walt Disney um, in the Magic Kingdom than – Mm-hmm. But this one, it's the first time they were serving alcohol in the magic. No Kingdom. alcohol, so much nope. for it being the happiest place on earth. Yeah, I mean there is um, there is you know other places throughout the uh, throughout Disney World itself and all the other different parks. But in Magic Kingdom, there was never alcohol ever sold until they did the restaurant for Be Our Guest, and they're finally That's serving cool. wine. Yeah, that was like a big hmm. deal last year. They were doing that. So, George, what would you say if somebody's going to move it this week? What's the best thing for them to go see? Well, you recommend? okay, so over the past few weeks, I've seen some pretty good ones. Uh, a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago, I saw Logan. That's the new Wolverine mm-hmm. movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not only is it the best of the X-Men movies, it's like the best movie I've seen this year so far. See, awesome. Unlike the other X-Men movies, this isn't, a, this isn't really a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only a superhero movie in the academic sense. What it really is, it's like one of those westerns, like The Shootist or Unforgiven, about mm-hmm. the gunslinger in his end days, who, even though he's given up his life of violence, is forced back into action because of something. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of got a, got a, like a sad tone to it. You know, you know, okay. he's at the end of his life mm-hmm. and all that. So mm-hmm. it's really something. Um, and it does earn its R rating. It's extremely violent and bloody. Don't take the kids, mm-hmm. but it's great. And the other one I saw that I really liked was Kong Skull Island, the new King Kong yeah. movie. A lot of people are raving about that. That mm-hmm. was a lot of fun, just like the Godzilla movie a few years ago. Not that Matthew Broderick thing. I'm talking the one that was released a few years ago. Mm-hmm. No, that one was Ferris Bueller Saves the World. That wasn't Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And I don't look. I'm not. I'm never looking to Ferris Bueller to save me from anything. So. Oh, but that's, but uh, that's a cult movie. That's a great cult movie. And there were no sure. bullies in Ferris Bueller. So. No, you're right. Just the oh, just the principal, but he couldn't. He he tried to be, but he could never get there. Well, no, that's not true because uh, Cameron's right? dad bullied him. But he that wasn't actually in it. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, right, yeah, right. well, he wasn't in it, but yeah, okay, mm-hmm. you can say that. But it was <laughs> but, reference. It was implied. It was implied. Anyway, with King Kong, if anybody goes to see it, be certain you say through the very end to the end credits. There's a last mm-hmm. scene in the movies. In the movie, it just sets up the next few movies. They're rebooting all the mo- Japanese monster movies from the 60s. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. And what this is leading up to 
in 2020, King Kong versus Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm kind of looking at a major blockbuster. Yeah, I got to see well, that. That I'm looking forward to. Let me answer your question, George. Are you looking forward to the new Wonder Woman movie? Absolutely. You kidding? You, they haven't. I have no desire, and because I, I just, it's it's just completely different from what I grew up with. Oh, the Linda Carter series, Wonder Woman. Yeah, that, that one? was Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I, but this whole, I don't know. I'm just, I saw the coming attractions, and I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know if I can go and see it. In, in, in her original incarnation, yeah. mm-hmm. Wonder Woman was a badass, like she's being depicted yeah. in the new movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the TV series, it was campy. It was fun. It was 70s stuff. This, they're giving you Wonder Woman as she was originally conceived. Kind of like, in, uh, what do you call it, Tim Burton par- did with Batman back in 89. But is it like with the comic books? Because I wasn't a comic book geek, so I don't know. But what I'm saying is, is it true to the comic book uh, story of Wonder Woman? That's what I'm saying, yes. It's uh, going back to the original source. Gotcha. Like when Tim Burton did Batman in 1989, at that point. Which I loved. I loved it. At that point, before that came out, when you'd say Batman to somebody – They'd automatically mm-hmm. think about that silly TV series from the 60s with Adam West. Right. Mm-hmm. right, right. That was not, I repeat, not how Bob Kane intended Batman to be. Batman truly was this dark figure who was mm-hmm. more or less a vigilante. So Tim mm-hmm. Burton back, went back to the source and made that Batman, well, a vigilante with some serious psychological problems. And as a result, you know, you got this really cool movie like, wow, nobody had ever seen a superhero movie like that before. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, then, you know, of course, Joel Schumacher came around, came along and had to screw it up by turning Batman in, back into a campy figure. So mm-hmm. that was uh, <laughs> Batman I, I Forever won. and Batman and Robin. Those were the two mm-hmm. Schumacher directed. And, uh, he kind of destroyed the franchise for almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm loving, um, I'm, I am so loving um, Affleck don't as Batman. It. Don't say really? it. No, I don't talk to you. I don't really am. I, I, oh, stop it. No. Boo. Why? You don't like him? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. Nope. Okay, nope. I'll, give ba- I'll give Affleck this. He's better than George Clooney. Oh yeah, definitely. But then I, again, my dog could be better than George Clooney at Batman. So let me let me preface this. I always, always, always said that I love Michael Keaton as Batman. Always said that. Yes. Oh, he I, was I, awesome. I love. Yes, Michael I always yeah. like. Great. I have to say, I loved. I loved. I didn't like George. I didn't like Val Kilmer. Um, mm-hmm. No, no, that's it. But I have to say, if you know. Um, Michael Keaton's not, no longer available. I think Affleck is doing good because I really did like Batman versus Superman. What about Christian uh, Bale? Uh, what did you think of his mm-hmm. Batman? I, I didn't particularly. He was okay. I think I what thought did you he think, was, Gina? I don't know. What did yeah, you think? I, just, I don't know. I thought he over he overdid it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a big like fan Christian of Ben Bale. Affleck's acting. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't do too badly as Batman. I got what they were trying to do. This is a middle-aged Batman. This is Batman yeah. after all, like the major stuff. 
And, you know, midlife crisis, he's had a life of violence, it's gotten to him. I get what they were trying to do, but still I'm thinking, was there really nobody else available? I mean, <laughs> does, did it have to be Ben Affleck? Because I don't, know. I who would think, you he's like a, I don't think he's a good actor. He's a great director, but... Yeah. But who would you want as Batman? That's my question to you guys. Who would you want as Batman Anybody but today? George Clooney or Ben Affleck. How about <laughs> what about Johnny Depp? But Johnny Depp. He plays Depp outsider so, kind of characters. Just because he's played so many other ones, I wouldn't want to see him. Exactly. Though. And plus, I see him so much as Jack Sparrow, it's like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It would border on he camp be, at this he wouldn't point. Be, he wouldn't be convincing to me because he's been done mm-hmm. so many Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Like, it's just, it just wouldn't be, you know, to me, it wouldn't be real. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. But, well, I don't know who, but uh, I don't know. It just seemed I mean, like an odd choice for me, but he's mm-hmm. not doing it too was... badly. Let's see how the next movie is that he does. Yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's a single – it's himself this time. I think it's called The Batman. So we'll have to mm-hmm. see yeah. who that one is. Yeah, we'll see. It was just like when um, they were doing the Superman movies. And mm-hmm. like to me, you know, Chris – I mean growing up – Chris, Christopher Reeves was Superman. That's it. Like he's still the best Superman. Take, yeah, he is of absolutely hands down, one hundred percent. Nobody can ever, ever compare to him. But mm-hmm. um, the what they're doing, playing, with Henry Cavill. Yeah, Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. I think he's doing a good job, and he's hot as hell. He's hot as hell, and he kind of okay. resembles. Um, he kind of resembles a young Christopher Reeve. Um, but you know, mm-hmm. it's just you just gotta. It's change. It's change, and I, you know. But this—that's mm-hmm. why I was like this Wonder Woman thing. I'm like, there hasn't been any other person but Linda Carter to play Wonder Woman. That's why it's like mm-hmm. so hard for me to adjust to it. Well, Wonder Woman is a movie that they've been trying to get made for a long time. Right. At one point, Sarah Michelle Gellar was slated to play Wonder Woman. Which I can't see that at all. But the woman they have now, Gal Gadot, I think her name is, yeah, she's yeah. pretty good. Uh, she's got she's the right pretty. physique because Wonder yeah. Woman, well, mm-hmm. she was a tall yeah. woman. She was an Amazon, mm-hmm. so yeah. they got that right. And mentioning Superman, the current incarnation of Superman, mm-hmm. I don't know. Superman was never really supposed to be a dark character, so I don't know why they're – going for this. I think they're trying to translate well, it to today's dead. audiences because that's what they want. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that Man of Steel movie, to me that seemed more like a Transformers movie, the way they were destroying the city and all that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, the the biggest gripe I have about Man of Steel, they mm-hmm. broke the cardinal rule of the Superman universe. If you were well, you didn't read the comics. But what you should know is Superman never killed his enemies mm-hmm. until Man of Steel. That mm-hmm. was the first. No, he never killed them. In Superman 2, the original, he sent them into the void, but he oh, never actually okay. killed anybody. But mm-hmm. I thought it was assumed that they were dead because he sent them into the, the galaxy. Well, if I remember correctly, on the network TV version – 
um, they show the three baddies from Krypton being arrested or something. Zod and them. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I didn't watch the TV mm-hmm. show. But well, uh, I mean, the network version of the movie they added footage mm-hmm. so they could show yeah. it in a three-hour time slot or something. Mm-hmm. Right. Was that but, uh, Smallville? Is that the one you were talking about? I'm sorry. It was it Smallville? Is that what you were referring to? I'm referring to Superman Two. Oh. The movie I Superman Two with the. Yeah, uh, I know. I know, but what are you talking about regarding the TV show? Well, when they showed Superman Two on TV. Oh, on TV. I'm sorry. Okay. When they showed it on network television, um, they put in some added footage. Um, so mm-hmm. they could show it in a three-hour time slot, the same thing they did with the first movie when they aired it on regular TV. Right, They okay. put in some deleted scenes. Mm-hmm. And if memory serves, because I did watch it when it showed on TV, they do show General Nod and Ursa and Non. Zod, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, his name was General Zod. Yeah, Zod, uh-huh. Non was the big guy, and Ursa was the woman. I think yep. they show them being taken away by the police. Because mm-hmm. they were stripped of their powers. Mm-hmm. So that was possible. But uh-huh. Superman did not kill them. Now, in The Man of Steel, at the end, he breaks uh, General Zod's neck. Right, And it's right. like, there you go. They've just – and my friend pointed it out that mm-hmm. even in the comic books, he never killed the bad guy. Superman mm-hmm. was supposed to be a symbol of good. Mm-hmm. So – I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm well, anything to put new... people in the seats, in my opinion. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry. They'll do anything to put people in the seats, so they got to make it. They, they got to ramp it up a little more. Little, I know they're trying action. to uh, switch it up for the younger generation who want this mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, I'm kind of a purist. I think just you know you don't really have to change everything. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know. It's maybe it's my age speaking, but well, I'll stick, my, I'll my, stick with the Chris out- Reeve movies. Yeah, my <laughs> outtake on everything is I'm so sick and tired of great movies being remade, and they're being and and the remakes just absolutely stink. It just well, I, I just can't stand it. I have a theory on remakes, and I really wish Hollywood would pay attention. What they need to do is stop remaking good movies and remake the bad ones and fix yeah. them. Fix mm-hmm. what was yeah. wrong. There's there's a crapload of bad movies you could remake and fix, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, I they, agree with you. And in fact, I was talking about this on the show some time ago. They actually mm-hmm. did do that at one time. They did do that with a movie. Do you remember the movie with Denzel Washington and Dakota Fanning, Man on Fire? Man on Fire. Mm-hmm. I just watched that. Mm-hmm. I just watched that over the weekend. That's a remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. And yeah, the original was released in ninety eighty seven. I'm sorry, eighty seven, mm-hmm. and basically it was a piece of crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, lasted a week in theaters. Um, they redid it. It's not a great, mm-hmm. not a. It's better, but not that great. But mm-hmm. the point I'm getting well, across is that's what they should do. Yeah, yeah well, I don't see them doing that ever. <laughs> To be honest with you, sadly, you're right. Logic, logic doesn't always play into it. At the end of the day, it's all money. The bottom line is how much money is this thing going to make? Yep, absolutely. 
like somebody said, oh, they're probably going to end up remaking Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I'm like, they do that. They're they're really idiotic because well, it's just a cult classic and you can't touch it. You can't. It's like you just can't touch this kind of movies. Just like when they did, you know, um, they they remade, um, you know, the musical on live for TV version of Grease and Sound of Music and um, mm-hmm. and Mary Poppins. I'm like, come on, guys, really, seriously, just leave they did well a pretty good job alone. with Grease. I'm sorry, I hated it. I hated every single minute of it. I, I like had to turn it off. I couldn't stand it. Hated mm. it. Hated mm. it. I, I didn't really mind that one so much. No, I hated it. I, I'm such a fan of the actual movie musical that I was just like, no, I, I, I just couldn't. I couldn't tolerate it. I just couldn't tolerate it. I was like, this is just a joke. Well, you'll then you're not going to like this. I'm a huge fan of Grease too. Oh, sequel. are you kidding me? He's a cool I love Green Rider. I love All right, yeah. It's such a guilty pleasure of mine. Are you kidding me? With I Michael? think it's great. Oh, please. I love it. Steph, <laughs> I like, do you I like, love it. here you go. Here you go, here you go. You ready? Steph. Go ahead. Do you like comic books? That's what he says, right? Remember that? Do you like Superman <laughs> comics? <laughs> is a Superman comic? Is that what he says? Have you ever read a Superman that? comic? Not That's in the right. last Have few hours. Read... That's right. What do you want, right. Noni? What do you want? <laughs> what do you want, Stephanie? Right, <laughs> we're on a roll tonight, but we're over time, so I got I to end it. Um, oh, my yeah. God. Have we been this talking fun, this guys. long? Yeah. It was a lot of but, fun. But I it has been George. fun. Before we go anywhere, George, give your shout-outs, man. Everybody who wants to know anything about movies, look up George. A movie guy 24-7. I'll let George throw his shout-out, but George knows it all. Check him out. Hey, guys. It's me, George Rother, movie guy 24-7. I hope everybody's doing well tonight. Listen, if you're by your computers, you can help me out with something. Would you please, that is. Um, log on to Facebook. Then log on to Movie Guy 24/7 and like the page. I'm trying to reach 10,000 by the end of the year. I just surpassed 8,200 not too long ago, so we're getting there. And check me out. I know a lot about movies, and I have a fun page, and that's it. George knows it all. Thank you, George, for coming on. Man, it was a great conversation tonight. We went over an hour. Thanks, talking. George. It was a pleasure was, uh, talking with you tonight. It was good going, brother. Thank thanks, you, man. Chris, and we'll thanks, Gina. You, you both have a great week. You thanks, too. Man. Take care. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. Good night. Bye. All right, so everybody else listening, um, you can follow us on Facebook at Chris Kelly from ADCV. Um, you can follow us on our website. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us. On um, YouTube, of course, subscribe to us on YouTube. We have some new videos coming out um, soon. We're way behind, but I keep saying it, but I'm not lying. They are on their way. Um, Gina, you want to be a part of them? You're more than welcome. Um, no, I'm, Lillian, I'm there. You just give me the way you call. You just give me a holler. Get better soon. We miss you. Um, hope to have you back next week. Um, also, everybody if else, not, check out you others. know I'm around. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else, check out the other shows here on the Totally Driven Network. Um, get Driven, Stay Driven. Uh, good friend Bay Ragney owns this network, and he's got a new promotions page for Totally Driven, a lot of cool new things. Um, but you can tune in on Thursday nights, 8 to 11, to check out his show. Um, look for our friend Magic Mike. Look when his show comes on as well. 
And I think there's a couple others on here. Um, a lot of good things going on at Totally Driven, so check them out. Uh, I want to thank everybody for calling. I want to thank your friend Cindy for calling in, Gina. I want to thank Gina for being our special co-host tonight. Um, it was fun. It was a blast. And uh, oh, I had a ball. I I'd love to call me anytime. I think you should join our join our lineup every week. That's what I think. Well, I think out. I might. Mm-hmm. I might have to wait be, one be... more time. I got to do a shout out. Hey, Kim Diamond Shed, thanks for listening tonight, sweetheart. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and Prendy Girls, don't be shy. Yeah. Call in from week to week, will you? Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you again to everybody. We appreciate uh, everyone hanging in with us tonight and enjoying the show and, and keep tuning in. So uh, have a good night. Uh, one more thing. Gina, I always tell everybody. You can take someone out of the 80s, but do you know what? You can't take the right. 80s out of anyone. No, you cannot. You can't take the 80s out of anyone. Mm-hmm. Cannot. So don't forget that, guys. absolutely cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great week, everyone. Thanks. All right. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.